Hi, this is Adam Burke, and I never, ever listen to the None Taken podcast. Believe me. Worst case, this whole thing goes live, and we can say, hey, this is, remember when uh, HBO used to be free for a weekend? (laughs) Remember that whole thing? Do you remember having cable? It was like a free weekend of HBO. Set your VCRs up to record The Mask and uh, Ace Ventura (laughs) 2. Yeah, they would just stop uh, whatever the scrambling of it was yeah. for the weekend. Yeah. yeah, they didn't do that with porn. You know, like Spice wasn't like it's a free weekend of Spice. <laughs> 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 that was not intended to be how we opened the show, but I did also hit record right before all that. So, welcome to None Taken, folks. <laughs> okay, we have a video recording. Recording oh, in progress. Right. All right, well, let's see how this fucking goes. <laughs> Start you off with a little uh, trivia? Yeah, let's do it. So it's not something you don't know about, but some details of it that maybe I didn't know. I just found out recently. You know those stories you'd always hear growing up about like um, Japanese soldiers from World War II that like never surrendered and they found them on like an island in the Philippines in the 70s? Yeah, I I remember hearing stuff like that vaguely. And then I remember uh, when Carlin covered it on on Hardcore History, definitely. It was like, oh, Oh, that really was a thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, the best story of that is there was these two guys on the Philippines, on an island in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. And in um, 1972, one of the guys (laughs) died in a shootout with cops. So two years later in 1974... This tourist was like, you know what? I'm going to go find that other that other guy. This Japanese tourist was like, I'm going to go find that other guy. Okay. So bad idea. It's a I whole like. story about how he finds him. Yeah. Anyways, you know what they found when when that guy came out? When the second guy came out in '74? I keep saying came out. That's actually a little foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> what what did they find? They found a transistor radio. So he had. He listened to the moon landing. So he had ties to the outside world and still refused the whole time. To... Yeah. Yeah, they were gay. Wow. They were gay. He's like, I'm just going to butt fuck my buddy up in the fucking rainforest in the Philippines. (laughs) What else was happening, right? You think it was like two guys doing a podcast together? Like, come on. 100%, right? Wait, is that you're speculating? That's my speculation, yes. But I'm just, okay. All right, okay. Conversely, two really good friends went camping in the woods. They made a movie about this, Alan. I wish I knew how to quit you. How do you say, I wish I knew how to quit you in Japanese? That's not how we're starting the show. God damn it. Uh, you know what my favorite part about this story is, besides that, is um, what? guess what that guy did when he went back? So you you always hear the story about, like, they went back to Japan and were, like, treated as a hero, sort of. Um, right, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. um, of, like, honor culture and that kind of stuff. So when he went back to Japan, guess what line of work he got into? He started a business. <laughs> uh, security guards. You're, you're, he opened an outdoor school for troubled youths. Oh, Okay. Stick outdoor. with what you know, right? He's an outdoor guy. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> it's like, who can teach you this years. better than me? Yeah, exactly. You want to eat squirrel? <laughs> I get to Jared eat squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, you know what? Speaking of um, unusual uh, food, well, that's not unusual. I got a hot dog stand clip that um, Felina's Josh sent in. Ooh. We're going to start the show after this. So get ready, America. Okay, let's hear it. This is my trusty friend here, Mr. Wiener. When I pull out my wiener, <laughs> that's when the magic happens. Everybody wants to take a picture. Everyone's going bananas over this thing. So if I'm a little slow, bananas. I pull my wiener out, and there he goes. Y'all let me in this damn house. Should we hit record? Yeah, one, two, three. All right, you ready? I am ready. 
Are you recording? Yes. <laughs> All right, well, you want to start a show? Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. I no offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. I just hang out the maze. Boom. Welcome. It's episode number 301 of None Taken. The internet's only debate and current events show with your host Dustin and Allen. Two political nomads from two different worlds. Shout out to Reverend Peyton's Big Damn Band for the use of their song, Ways and Means, for intro music. Thank you for joining us. The time of this recording, it is Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. It's a great day for America. (laughs) We are two coastal elites coming to you from the shores of the mighty Cumberland in Madison, Tennessee, all the way to the Pacific waters of El Cerrito, California. Here to recap another week of uh, current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Please subscribe right now wherever you're listening to this, but especially on the show's Patreon. More about that later. We don't have an advertising budget. Y'all are ads. So uh, if you haven't left a review on iTunes, Spotify, uh, we're going to be on Amazon Podcasts soon. I realize that's a thing. We weren't there. They're always advertising how there's no ads. It's like, yeah, well, if you listen to Untake, there's never ads. <laughs> Uh, I don't um, edipalarrangements.com fungiblenuntakens.com help out the people to help us head over to slickitsdigital.com Alan hell yeah what is up buddy what is up everybody welcome to the show hope you all had a fantastic week I don't know man do you want to go first with personal I mean you got you had some fun shit happen uh, the I mean or you got a whole you? lot to go over I mean you know I, you know I got a couple things I'll just yeah, get out of the way let's do that um so on Saturday night, I hung out with Tim and the fam. Uh, his oldest uh, was turning 10 years old, her birthday. So we went to Dave and Buster's and hung out, nice. uh, played a bunch of games and air hockey. And I was sore the next day. <laughs> From air hockey? It'll do that. You don't normally well, move your body like that. Yeah, the air hockey and the basketball and dance oh, dance revolution and DDR, the whole thing. wow. Yeah. Um, anyways, it was a good time. And then, um, oh, I also uh, bought a car last week. <laughs> you, you already had a car. I know. Um, so my dealer had been emailing your me. Dealer, uh, like the plug or like? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, hey man, like your car, you know, we give pretty good trade in value. We got you new, just new bought ones. that car. That's three years, three and a half years. No, has it been that yeah. long since we started doing the show? I think I bought it like a month or two into doing the show. Oh, that's how yeah. long I've had the mini, dude. I yeah. put in, I put on like ten thousand miles since then. <laughs> Never drive it. Uh, and so I had some big maintenance coming up, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, let me go see." Wow. And so, yeah, I got a new, uh, I got a new HRV. It's very. Dude, nice. You got I the like same it. car. Yeah, but it's a 2024, bro. It's, it's okay. pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. That's I'm pretty cool. Fan. Pretty nice. Yeah. Did your payments drop, pretty or are they the same? Yeah, payments dropped. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, wow, man. Yeah, Everything's coming up, Alan. Winning, winning, yeah, man, yeah. winning. All right, so let's talk about you, my friend. Let's talk uh, okay. about you. Well, first of all, because I don't want to forget, uh, shout out to Robert Burnley and Ben Wonders, our first two Patreon subscribers. You can Hell be yeah, like, boys. Uh, Welcome. Yes, yeah. For the low, low price of $3 a month, you can promise to never listen to Untaken. For $9 <laughs> a month, you can be an isn't that something. And Alan, how much is it to be a guy that fucks? 
Oh, that's twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. No, was, no. What? It wasn't nineteen. Yeah, it was nineteen. Nineteen, something like yeah. that. For for a significant amount more, you, you can join <laughs> the level of this guy fucks. Uh, all right. Well, um, yeah, we're you know we're it's still a work in progress. We're putting as much stuff up there as we can. We, um, we're recording this episode. Uh, yeah. I, I intend to put this on there. Uh, we'll have unedited unedited videos of the show on the Patreon. Uh, and a lot of stuff, basically anything that we're like, I wish we could do that, but how do we like just share that in a way that would be, you know, bonus content for people. Now we have an avenue to do that. Uh, so that'll keep growing and we're open to suggestions too. So if you have a feature that you'd like us to add or, you know, honestly, I mean, that's, that's another perk, right? Uh, with you get to those other levels of the podcast of the, of the, um, Patreon, uh, you can kind of have a little bit more hands-on into what's going on in the show. Um, yeah, some group chat stuff, things like that. Uh, you do get the access to the Discord. So uh, Robert and Ben, well, you know, we got to send you the links to get in the Discord to hang out. Welcome to the party. Uh, welcome to the party. Let's see, let's start. Where should we start? Yeah, start from the beginning here. So Brido had two shows in Chicago on Saturday. One was a panel show with uh, some of the comedians that are in the book. Oh, it's right over here above my shoulder. The perfect amount of wrong. Right the rise of alt comedy on on Chicago's north side by Mike Bridenstine. Uh, maybe you don't know how to spell that. B-R-I-D-E-N-S-T-I-N-E. What if they didn't know how to spell Mike? That was the part they're like, no, I need it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it was uh, C.J. Sullivan, um, Jared Logan, and um, Meg. Uh, You're talking about the people that were there? Yeah, Adam Burke, Sean Flannery? Oh, I'm completely blanking on the woman's name. Well, I'll interrupt myself later to mention it. But uh, yeah, so they were all on the panel show uh, oh, okay. talking about the book and the history and everything of it. That was a lot of fun. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself. So this yes. means I got up at 530 on Saturday because I needed to check into my hotel, drop all my stuff off. I didn't shower that morning, so I took a quick shower, drink a beer, smoke a little bit, take an Uber over to... Um, Alan, I have uh, my Amex gets me points at Hilton. So mm -hmm. the closest Hilton I could get to where the show was was still like 15 minutes away. So I had to Uber there, but I didn't pay for a hotel. So that was nice. Oh, um, nice. And Lincoln Lodge, is that where it was? Yeah, I was at the Lincoln Lodge. So yeah, okay. um, so I get to the Lincoln Lodge. In at, Chicago. In Chicago. In, yes, yes. yes, yes. Uh, so I get there in pretty good time, six and a half hours, I want to say. When I, when I get in there, um, it's like maybe like 10 before two show starts at two. When I walk in there, like, Hey, we're still setting up the room. If you want to go to the bar, I'm like, perfect. I grab a drink. I go sit down and, um, Oh God, is it shot or Sh Scott or Sean? I'm actually blanking on the, on, um, guy who's been on some of the, uh, anniversary episodes of, of oh, okay. the show. Uh, He's the panel, yeah. I'm just blanking on his name. It's Steve. Sean, Scott, God damn it. Um, he, well, here's why it's important. He introduces okay. himself to me because he recognizes that we were both in like the waiting room together. And I'm like, oh, oh okay. yeah. And my mind goes, this is Tony, Joel's co host for, you know, Joel that oh, came on right, the right, movies right. with us. Yeah. So in my head, this is Tony the whole time. I'm like, where's Joel? He's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know where Joel is because he knows who Joel is, but he's like, I don't know why Joel's not here. That's a weird thing to ask me first. I spent right. probably, okay. So I spent the entire first show, th sit, we, we sat next to each other. Um, then after that show, we uh, went back to the lobby, had some drinks. Um, CJ and a bunch of the comics went across the street to get some food and drinks. And 
this guy had like cornered Brido to sell him a book about how to write comedy. And I was like, Hey, <laughs> we're going to go get some drinks. He's like, Oh, great. And it's like, I pretty sure I helped him get out of a pinch there. Um, so nice. I ended up sitting at this table with all of the comics from like the last 15 years of us listening to either hunk or other versions of podcasts that those guys from Chicago that we're familiar with came from. Right. And it right, was right. just, a, it was like being at a fantasy camp. That's like, awesome. It was so surreal. Um, and there was the guy that used to own the lion's den, which is like the first open mic. I'm sure you read it at the beginning of the book. Um, and so it's like the first open mic that all those guys would go to. He was there. Um, and it was just wild. So at that point I've had two drinks. The owner of the lion's den is keeps insisting on buying a drink and nobody took him up on it. And I was like, well, if you're insisting, I will have a basil Hayden. And so he ordered me that, um, I drank that. And I realized all I had to eat that day was a slice of pizza on the road at like 11. No. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So they brought out food for the table because they had ordered right before we got there. And um, I'm, I'm completely blanking on the woman's name that was at the show. So one, one, of, one of the people ordered like some shrimp or whatever. I was like, oh, the mm-hmm. shrimp looks good. I'll get one more shrimp. And that way I felt better because it's like I was eating a few of those. Was shrimp. it Renee? Yeah, Renee Godier. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... So I bought more shrimp. So I was like, I'm going to replace you. But I had like five right. shrimp. And then when yeah. the new shrimp came out, everybody wanted some. And I was like, well, I had my fair share. Like, yeah. Always thinking that there's going to be another time where I eat, you know? <laughs> so then the second show starts at six. I grab a drink when we get back there to have a drink before the show. I grab one more drink for the table so I don't run out while it's during the show. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I get out. At this point. I've been smoking and drinking straight West Coast and all over fucking <laughs> Chicago. And you've had like five shrimp and a slice of pizza. Yeah. And the pizza was like <laughs> eight hours ago, maybe more. Oh, God. And I order more drinks because I don't know now that that's what's right. wrong with me. Right. Right. Like, right. Um, according to Mike, I was rocking and rolling all over the bar. And I was like, oh, should I be embarrassed? He's like, no, you were fine. I'm just perpetually sober. I'm like, okay, good. Got me nervous. Dude, it was so much fun. I mean, this might not be entertaining for anyone else to hear, but getting to meet all those guys and hang out with them was just such a complete blast. Oh, Um, I can only imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then I, uh, I could kind of tell that I was pushing it. You know, I was in a strange Mm -hmm. town. I was by myself. I have to get myself home. Uh, and I wanted to take the train. I should have just bought an Uber. So Mm -hmm. I walked like three blocks to get to the train. I got on the train. The train had to go like past where I was at and then take another train backwards. That would take you to another stop. That would get me to where the hotel was. So I was like, fuck that. I'll get off here and walk. Cause that's like just 15 more minutes of walking. I don't know where I fucking walked to. Like it took me another like half hour to walk home. It was probably like a five minute walk, 10 minute walk. You were texting me while you're doing this. And I was like, Oh shit. This is going to like, end up like (laughs) I need to paint a better picture of this. So my dumb ass brought Uh a jacket cause I didn't want to get cold later. Fine. Um, I was wearing a hat. I was wearing something fell. I don't know what it was. I was wearing a hat. When I got to the Lincoln lodge, I saw a hat that I wanted. So I bought that hat, but I didn't want to lose the hat I had. So now I'm, Holding now, they were nice enough to hold my old hat behind the bar. But when I left, I I left with four copies of the book that I bought. Listeners will be giving those away on the Patreon. Um, A hat, wearing a hat and a jacket, and like a phone that I'm texting you and Natasha on. (laughs) Just basically like, "Hi, come rob me, me here, hello." (laughs) Like I don't know. And like all I remember is getting into the hotel. Uh, oh, I knew I was hungry, so I bought snacks from the lobby. Um, I went up to the room. I remember struggling to take my boots off 
but getting mm. them off. And then I just woke up with all of my snacks still in the bags. I didn't open any of them. I just passed out. <laughs> and I had this feeling at like 6 a.m. when I woke up because my body was like, you're sick. You need to. Go. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, I'm I'm this is a bad hangover. Yeah, you texted me and I was like, fuck, man. But logistically, Alan, I needed to get myself down to Nashville, which is an eight hour drive. And I can't just start that at four when the hangover is finally over. Right. right. So I, in between the first, I think it was after the second round of vomiting, I was like, this isn't going to get better. So I'm like, okay, the mission is to get to Pepto. Mm, once yes. I have some Pepto in me, that'll help me like be able to start putting some water on top of that. And then hopefully I can get some food in on top of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Build a base. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Did you know that none of the shady gas stations on the South side of Chicago sell Pepto? I did not know. They, That's they, weird. They, Why would they, they sell a chorba chorbo chore boy? Uh, never mind. That's a joke for people that have smoked crack before. <laughs> chore boy is like this, like it's like a screen people use to smoke their crack on. Okay. Oh. Uh, you'll notice Weird it. It's you one of the, well, you know, people that know people and stuff, you know, but you <laughs> right. notice chore boy for sale at gas stations in parts of towns. Um, okay. Yeah. Got it. And uh, yeah, I, um, I made it. It was terrible. I think at one point <laughs> you're like, you just got to do an hour at a time. I'm like, you have to do an yep. hour at a time. I probably threw up six times. Like I, there was just like this fucking like bread crumb, like bread crumb. This is like a Hansel and Gretel <laughs> trail, like getting me back to Nashville. It was, it was bad, but I will say I got through one and a half audiobooks on that drive. Nice. That was really nice. I got a lot done. I got a lot done. Yeah. When I said one hour at a time is because I remember the last time I came back from my dad's, I was in a sort of a similar situation where I just I had to work the next day, so I just had to get home. And it's like a 14, 15 hour drive from from there to my house. Do that house. in one shot. Do you do that in yeah, one shot every time? I did it in one shot, dude. Uh it was rough, but it was just like, all right, I'm like twenty five percent there. Okay, thirty five percent there, pull over take a nap at a rest stop and then keep going. Oh. Like it was, you know, yeah, it was rough. It was I, know, I, I feel your pain. I kept pulling over at rest stops. I, there was one time where I was like, I can't make it. I just got to pull over and sleep. And then I like got back on the road and it literally like within like a half mile, there was a sign that said rest stop one mile. I was like, oh, fucking damn it. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. That, that was, um, that I'm was glad bad. you got to go though, man. That's, that's a memory you'll never forget. Man. Yeah. That's awesome. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, you know, the fact that I'm uh, the, maybe the hangover makes more sense in the context of my age. I am, mm. in fact, 40, which means uh, I'm about to turn 41 next week. And I can't go into being 41 without celebrating the fact that I'm 40 with a piece of audio that I remember being like 22 when this happened and thinking, God, I, I hope that sound is relevant when I'm 40 so I can quote it when I'm 40. And it's not relevant anymore. <laughs> But we do have a podcast where we play clips on. So yeah. uh, here's um, head coach of uh, Oklahoma State, Mike Gundy. Are you kidding me? Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 40. Come after me. <laughs> Dude, that got him so many recruits. Because parents were like, I'll send my kid to that school. That guy's going to go fight for me. Oh, yeah. But he looked like a joke. That was so viral, though. Like 2007 viral, too, you know? Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's get in some of our comedy clips. Before we do, I meant to bring this up last week. Hey, Paul, um, you sure did a good job with Sparko. Uh, you gave him a great life. But rest in peace, Sparko the Bulldog. Uh, truck on Paul had to put his boy down. But he was a sweet boy. And um, just seeing everybody's responses to uh, just going into your shop and seeing just just... I don't know. I'm, I I get all tongue tied talking about dogs and stuff. So I don't know why. Um, yeah, man, that's, uh, you know, um, 
it sucks that dogs don't live longer right. lives, but, but, uh, you know, we give them the best life we possibly can. And I know Paul did that, yeah. uh, for, for Sparco. So, um, rest in peace. Yeah. Well, good boy. I don't mean to, uh, I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. I'm sorry, Alan. Well, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Do you think Paul's going to be mad about that? No, I think okay. he'll be fine. Right. Hey, um, so you know we always say, I keep saying I need to have sounds to play after the comedy clips? Oh, yeah. So Thrash sent this in. This is uh, a mashup of Taylor Swift laughing. <laughs> so then I isolated each of those also. Oh god! All right, so. Why does it sound so fake? I I don't think she's a genuine person when she laughs at things. Yeah, I think she has clearly, to. Yeah, clearly not. Uh, okay, so um, Thrash sent in this clip of uh, Kumi Nujiuni. He turns out this uh, handsome Pakistani gentleman did not make it up to Chicago for Brido's stand-up show. Uh, but no, no. I did see Sean Flannery, C.J. Sullivan, Renee Godier, and Jared Logan, which is a pretty killer fucking line with good with adam burke hosting like it was fucking great Hell oh yeah. and i got this uh, uh well i don't have to do this now the the clip we opened the show with the uh, um okay i'll do it here the i never listen clip. Yeah, yeah but i'll just do it here and then i'll move it to the front of the show oh, okay hi this is adam burke and i never ever listen to the none taken podcast believe me <laughs> I, I, it's so good the man's not lying <laughs> he's not lying <laughs> he was so apologetic for never getting back to me with the times that i've requested it i was like dude i don't care it became its own joke like it was hilarious that right. you never <laughs> uh okay um here is uh kamel nanjiani uh and I, I you know it's great that thrash sent this in this week because literally like friends with everybody that was at the show that we were at, that i was at this weekend alan wasn't there right alan didn't go call of duty those games is that they're based on like real wars like world war ii and shit which feels weird to me because, like, real people died, and now I have to kill them all over again. <laughs> so I have a moral problem. I'm like, boycott those games. But the new one came out, and it looked so good. I was like, all right, I'll try it. <laughs> then I found out that one of the levels in the new Call of Duty is called Karachi. Ooh. Yep, the city I grew up in. Huh. They're basically like, your hometown is now a battlefield. <laughs> How many points can you get, Kamel? <laughs> But even with that, I was able to convince myself, you know? Like, I was like, I would have an advantage over everybody. <laughs> I would know all the places. I would be like, hey, we can hide in there, guys. I used to rent movies at this place. Mr. Siddiqui will give us shelter. He wants to pick my VCR for free. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's um you know what's funny about that for me is like i think like the second call of duty modern warfare was they took place in like bethesda maryland so you know yeah they, that sounds right they did a couple of those you know they did they did you know they did it in our in our place too uh <laughs> i got a couple from t-bone he said he kept sending me clips in i was like dude i already have three of your jokes in the in the fucking show like i got three stand-ups in here i, I can't do more uh oh wait i don't have three i forgot i put this in so i finally have a clip for when t-bone sends stuff in here's um do you remember on seinfeld when uh when uh george kept trying to get the nickname t-bone to catch on I, yes, I do. Okay, well, here. Well, Jerry, I've been thinking. I've gone as far as I can go with George Costanza. Is this the suicide talk or the nickname talk? The nick All right, I'm going to skip ahead. Mary, I will have a chef salad. 
Turkey sandwich. T-bone steak. <laughs> For lunch? Well, I am just a T-bone kind of guy. <laughs> Love that T-bone. <laughs> In fact, you might as well call me. That sounds good. I'll have one, too. What? Did you have a T-bone? I love them. Well, then we should call you T-Bone. <laughs> it backfired. Uh, no, 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 we shouldn't. T-Bone! 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 That's all just because I can't say his real fucking name anymore because his parents spelled it all weird. And he's like, look, I have a government job. There's only so many people with my name spelled wrong. I'm like, okay, your name's T-Bone now. Um, here's uh, uh, Gillis, Shane Gillis. Uh, talking about Australians. You're Australian. You sound funny. <laughs> Australian accent's one of those accents that's funny every single time. <laughs> you could be in the middle of a fucking tragedy if you heard an Australian accent. You'd still be like... <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, like if there was like an Australian guy in the office on 9-11... Mm. Was, was like, oh, fuck, look out! <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, no, there's another one. Get down. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, fuck, it's hot up here. You're going to have to jump out. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, that's got to be it. <laughs> you want some extra laughter? There you go, Shane. <laughs> um, and uh, he sent this one in about cops. This one's pretty funny. Um... <laughs> and I don't mean to disparage the police, you know, by the way. Um, I know they still have a lot on their plate with fentanyl and everything. You know, fentanyl, them donuts, and their little pig mouths. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron Scarborough. Yeah, that was good. Okay. Uh, and that gets us out of the T-Bone segment. And then Alan sent them. Alan sent a couple in. Do you want me to play both of these? Uh, yeah, you don't, don't remember. remember. This one's called, uh, I noted this as Touch Dogs. I don't even know if I watched this. Macy Isaacs. Oh, I like this one. I treat dogs like bad men treat women. I touch them whenever I want. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Strange dogs. I don't ask permission. I just go up and I touch them for my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I keep treats in my pocket because you just never know. <laughs> you might get lucky. <laughs> you might see a soft-coated Wheaton Terrier. <laughs> Except I touched a Shih Tzu, and he looked at me like I did something wrong. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't be so soft. <laughs> Maybe you should cover up, wear a little sweater or something. <laughs> Let's be honest, you walked through my hand. I put my hand down, and you walked through it. So anyone who's watching the situation, that's what happened. <laughs> And I have a dog at home, so let's not make this into anything more than it is, okay? I love my dog at home. <laughs> She's my life. <laughs> but if I'm out, if I'm out, I can't touch other dogs. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> Just trying to enjoy my day. <laughs> what I love to see, I know it'll be a good day, though, is when I see a dog tied up to a pole, because who's watching that dog? Oh. I mean, <laughs> whew, anything goes. <laughs> Dogs don't have a voice, so it's okay. But if they get a voice, I'm in a lot of trouble. I've, I've been touching a lot of dogs. Uh, you know, wait, hold on. That is so difficult. Describe this, the, like, okay, so Macy Isaacs. What, describe what was, like, that. I, you so can tell was, it sounded weird, right? 
Yeah. What was weird about it is she had an audience of like what, like six people, maybe. Yeah. This was KTLA KTLA uh, weekend morning show. Yeah. Fuck. So it was. Wow. I mean, she she, uh, she was killing, but that like, is killing. Like that. Yeah, that sounds impossible. Tough. That yeah, literally that's... sounds impossible. I agree. Holy shit. But yeah, and to have the balls to do that too. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, this is a follow-up to the whole daughter-son thing. That's my oh, yeah. note. I, oh, this is <laughs> this is the guy from last week. Saul, uh, I think, Tor- right. Torrio or something like that. Yes. Um, so this is... <laughs> Remember the guy said, if I have a daughter, that's fine. But if she turns out to... If she wants to be a boy, I'll be like, hell yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm doing a bad job on purpose. Let's get to his jokes. Some of you are probably like, well, what happens if you've got a son and he talks, he wants to be a girl? I mean... It's different, you know? Like if my son went out, he's out partying, he's getting all high and shit. He comes home, he's all he's got the courage to tell me something important. He's like, Dad, I want to be a girl. I'll go, you're grounded. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Because no daughter of mine is going to be out there partying all night. Anymore, so. <laughs> you're in a princess. You know, I'm reminded that uh, Adam Burke pointed at me and said, this is the energy I want all night. Like, like nice. yeah, I got, I got complimented as an audience member and oh, it yeah. wasn't because I was, you know, not heckling poorly. It might've been because I was drunk. I was so excited. Like, I, it, I like, know you called me at one point. Well, You're like, I just, let, let all the listeners know this. <laughs> I won't say everything. Go ahead. You're just like, I'm just really excited right now. It's like, yeah, say what I, I said. It's fine. <laughs> You're like, I'm worried I'm not being cool. <laughs> I said, I don't know how to be normal. Yeah. And you're like, well, has that Basil Hayden come out yet? I was like, no, just ordered it. And he's like, that'll help. That'll work. Yeah, Yeah, it did. I'll do it. Yeah. Oh, my God. If I dodged that, I probably wouldn't have had the hangover, right? Eh, No. Each of the beers were 19 ounces. They were like extra talls. Yeah, it was a bad idea. (laughs) I remember there was a 16 ounce and a 19 ounce. I'll do the 19 ounce every time. Yeah, extra three ounces. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Um, oh, let's get into our oh, segment. <laughs> you know, I noticed this is a light show in terms mm-hmm. of the number of clips. And then we padded 30 fucking minutes before we got to the fucking first out of the comedy <laughs> clips. All right. So uh, that's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the first and last time that I ever plan on playing something that spin tool one, two, three from Instagram shares. And that's a very inside joke. I don't advise you find this guy's account. Uh, he's he's in a group chat that I'm in, and all he does is just spam with anime and swear that it's not porn until <laughs> someone kicks him out of the group, and then somebody else will get sympathetic and bring him back into the group. He'll be like, I swear I'm not going to do anime porn. And then it's just and like, then he does oh, like a week later. Yeah, not even a week later. Yeah. Oh, uh, but okay. I told him, I was like, I'm going to play this. This is the only thing I'll ever play of you on the show. He's like, you got to give me credit. I'm like, oh, I'll give you credit. Don't worry. I'll describe you very well. If your 19 year old daughter was the OnlyFans you phone out, what would you do? Uh, if I wasn't dating her, right? <laughs> your daughter. I know. I need to pause because there's a lot of background music. <laughs> if your 19 year old daughter was on OnlyFans, what would you do? And he said, if I wasn't dating her. Right. Oh. Dude, uh, no. For what? Be no, serious, no. bro. Check it out. If I get my daughter pregnant, it's not fifty percent my DNA. It's seventy-five percent my baby. 
don't I deserve 75% of that baby because I'm paying all the bills? What? What the fuck? Uh, all right, real daughter, blood daughter, if she had an OnlyFans, yeah, yeah. i just beat the shit out of her and disown That's her. not better. That's all not right. better. This isn't how we're starting. Is, is I'm so sorry for starting How About That like that. That was a swift turn. I, You know that what? Was... That should have been like three clips down. I'm really sorry. So can we just move on? Uh, okay, well, where are we here? Uh, I've got a healthcare loophole maybe you aren't aware of. So this is like a man on the street in the grocery store. They go up okay. to this guy uh, who's honestly kind of dressed like me, so I'm not going to insult him too much. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do you think we should have universal health care or Medicare for all? Everybody should have the option to, you know, pur- purchasing your own health care. Do you not but, think that... I don't believe that we, as me as a citizen, should pay for someone else's health care. Do you know that you already pay for somebody else's health care? I don't. Which was, this was the guy's, so his whole trick was, hey, let's find a, a, a guy who looks like he's not going to be okay with paying for other people's health care. Ask mm. him that as a setup and then let him know that that already exists in their, you know, right? Got it. Follow. Okay, got it. Um, but he's not going to get the payoff he's looking for. But you do. I don't. Do Personally, not? I do not. But everybody does. Everybody who, who doesn't know does, but I do not. I, I make sure I don't. How do you not? How do I not? I don't pay my taxes. <laughs> you don't pay the taxes. <laughs> don't pay taxes. Oh, okay. Then I guess oh, technically you that. don't. Yeah, that's a fucking loophole, man. He found the way around it. <laughs> so about that? you don't like Obamacare. It's, uh, I guess there's a way out. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have not had a preacher clip for a while. Oh, yeah. It's been a minute. Uh, I almost was smooth about this. Let me uh, pull it up on my phone because it's not going to play. This is just, I, I think that I saw this and I was like, this is me. If I was a priest... This, this would have been me Saturday uh, Saturday afternoon if I was a priest. Let's go with that. Okay. After the Oklahoma game. After the Oh, yeah. Oklahoma won 50 to 20. Isn't that a funny mm-hmm. score? Like you told me, I was like, hey, I missed the game. Did Oklahoma win? And you're, you're like 50 to 20. I'm like, you're just making that. <laughs> I had a screenshot. Of numbers. Like... Yeah, I know. Yeah. Also, I could have used my phone. Um, yeah. You were in a state. I was, I was definitely in a state. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the wrong fucking day. Wait, where is this? No, this is the preacher. Yeah, it's right there. Okay, sorry. Y'all make it tough for us to do the formal thing. And I'm all right with it because I got a feeling there's not going to be a whole lot of formality when we get to heaven. I know I'm going to spend the first million years just fucking. Just 100%. There is no reason why I should have made it. But the God that took me up and changed my life and turned me around brought me to this place. You gonna do? Oh, how about that? <laughs> about that, indeed. How about that? All right, uh, I got the healthcare one. I skipped that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, I, I also had an audio of me. Uh, I, I took a voice note. This guy came up to me and asked me a question. I think he thought my name was David. Okay. Dennis, what time is it? I'm gonna get me another beer. I'm gonna get another one here, dope. And I'm about fucking maybe a minute dope. Yeah, well, I'm gonna be right on. Exactly. That was me. That was me talking to CJ Sullivan. <laughs> you know, a little bit, almost John Prine. Uh, a little bit, yeah. A little, little bit. bit, yeah. A little bit. Did you know Ted Cruz has a podcast, Alan? I didn't know, but I'm not surprised. Uh, well, he wants you to know. Somehow we didn't know. If you look at the timestamps on this, this goes back over a long period of time. 
Some of y'all know I do every week a podcast. I do every week a podcast. I do a podcast every week. I do a podcast three days a week. I do a podcast. I do a podcast. I do a podcast. Last year, I launched a podcast. Two years ago, I launched a podcast. Three years ago, I launched a podcast. I do a podcast. My last podcast. We get it. You do a podcast. podcast on the podcast. It's two in a row, Alan. Pretty bad. Is it just bad for us, or like it's bad for anyone? Right? That's it's what people think anyone. when we talk. Like about I don't it, do so. that. I don't walk around. Of course like, yeah, not. I do yeah. a podcast. I was embarrassed every time I mentioned it while I did the show. Oh, I meant to finish that story. Uh, I found out the guy wasn't Tony. Um, like, like right before Mike's show, and I was like, oh my god, uh, that was the whole story. Yeah. <laughs> god, Tony, come on the show. Oh, I didn't say the best part. Oh, uh, a, a listener lives in Chicago. He came down for the show. We got what? to meet after the show. Yeah, I got a picture with him on my phone. I, like I was a like, to our show. Yeah, yes. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. A shout awesome. out to Aiden. Yeah, IB Token. Uh, I don't know if you wanted me to throw out your handle like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, that was that was so cool. And I was that like, cool. I'm in my memory, that was probably my last like really coherent conversation I was able to have. Hopefully that's true. Um, chances are I have a better version of it in my head than, than what, yeah. Does. So, but yeah. Would you ever have expected to like just run into a listener there? Like, you know? I know. Isn't that the wildest thing, man? That's really wild. Yeah. yeah that's very so cool. cool. So cool. Um, okay. All right. We're feeling ourselves. Um, <laughs> okay. So don't watch this. I want you to guess who this is. Okay. Avert your, okay. avert your gaze. I, it's averted. Got my black cat bone. This made a lot of play. I'm guessing you watch a lot of MSNBC. I know who this is. Okay. Abe Lincoln. That's not Abe Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. That's. Gonna mess with you. That's, uh, yeah. uh, Anthony Anthony. Anthony Blinken. Somebody, uh, oh, Andy Ogles, our fuckhead from out here, uh, put a bill through the house. Because, you know, and he also, all his posts are like, we should put through all our spending bills. We'll talk about all that shit later in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he, he all his posts are about that. And then he's like, today I'm proud to announce that uh, I put in legislation to defund Anthony Blinken because of his clear CCP ties. And it's like, <laughs> could you imagine how good our relationship with China would be if that was true? <laughs> that would be amazing. I, I, I don't want that but like you know you you know yeah that would you know <laughs> uh yeah that yeah, guy can play guitar man and not yeah, a bad yeah. blues singer not bad at all yeah a little bit more Who knew? let me give you a little multi-talented not bad i mean that's that's better than clinton playing the sax i think mm-hmm. oh, how dare you with the sunglasses on man <laughs> On the Arsenio Hall show, I disagree strongly. Oh, wait, you know what? These clips, I, so I got a couple of clips from the Lux Stops Here podcast. Uh, that's um, uh, Scott Bowser's podcast. He's a degenerate gambler, and he just like <laughs> talks about shit in Vegas. And like this episode was him and CJ Sullivan, one of the guys from Brido's show, uh, oh, yeah. and a subject of the book. Which I always, after a bad trip to Vegas, I always wanted the... Uh commandeer the, the the plane and then like the 9-11 style and, fl- and fly it into the twin towers in new york new york and try to end our, end our trip that way <laughs> you know what? Oh, about that. um and here's another clip from a little later on in the show i don't remember why i clipped these but they're working this world famous whiskey in a dry county 
Oh, Lynchburg. <laughs> and uh, how, uh, how in, in uh, Tennessee uh, they do um, Jack Daniels in Lynchburg. Oh, yeah. right, right. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not all for cancellations and especially like old things that, you know, were, were appropriate back then. Like, or not even appropriate, whatever that doesn't hold up like tearing statues. I'm not, I'm not all for, for all that, but, uh, I could get behind the argument of renaming the city Lynchburg, Tennessee. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus God. Yeah, that's a little much. Man. Yeah, I mean, that's a bit aggressive with the racism. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about our town history. Oh, God. Uh, oh, hey, CJ like Sullivan, ladies asked. and gentlemen. Uh, you know what? Speaking of cancellation, let's play this clip about Peter Jackson. Um, did you know this? You know, last week it went over really well, the whole Lord of the Rings story about how when he kicked the helmet, the... Uh, he broke his toe. I guess that um, Jamie Jamie sent it in. Somebody sent it in saying um, this is actually a fucking thing, and um, it's like a OCD thing that apparently all men have. That when you watch that scene, you want to tell anybody in the room that did you know when he kicked the helmet and he broke his toe? <laughs> I wasn't aware of that. And what's hilarious is I found out that fact, and the first opportunity I had to tell you, I did it. So, <laughs> right? Like it's something true. like literally, it's like a it's like a uh, auditory virus, right? It's an earworm. It's it's a, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, so here's a fact about Lord of the Rings. Peter Jackson did not enjoy working with Harvey Weinstein. The terrible experience inspired Jackson to model one of the orcs, Gopmog, from Return of the King on Weinstein. Elijah Wood confirmed the inspiration in an interview with Dak Shepard. The way he has, like, just that, like, sort of slight deformation of the right mm-hmm. hand, like, forehead, right hand side forehead area. I can see it. And the way his nose looks like it's, like, twisted up. It just looks like those orcs. That one in particular. Which is funny because, like, when you first see him, you're like, God, he looks like an ogre. I wonder how much that was already in my head because Peter Jackson did that. That's, I mean, thank God. Wild. And that's way before me, too, right? God, and what a fucking monster, right? Like, then you think about that fucking ogre was making those women do those things. Jesus Christ. Uh, All right, let's get into our segment. Um, We've got a major update on a crime from uh, a very long time ago that was all over the news, like on Friday. And then I guess everybody just went to Brido's show and we forgot about it. I didn't hear anything <laughs> like you would have thought people would have been talking about this Monday and Tuesday still. You would think. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, call the cops. 27 years. Tupac. The family of Tupac Shakur has been waiting for justice. We are here today to announce the arrest of 60 year old Dwayne Keith Davis, a.k.a. 60 year old. A Keithy D for the murder of Tupac Shakur. On the night of September 7th of 1996, Tupac Shakur, along with Suge Knight, and members of their entourage, which include members of Mob Piru, came to Vegas to attend the Mike Tyson fight at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Members of the Southside Compton Crips, which included Dwayne Davis, along with his nephew, Orlando Anderson, were also in attendance at the same event. It's pretty funny that that cop said Keefy D into a camera. <laughs> and then the guy said Dwayne Davis. I'm like, you mean Keefy D? I mean, for those of you who weren't around or maybe weren't of age in 95, 96 when this happened, this was a big fucking deal, man. Like, it was huge, especially on the West Coast um, and living in California. This was all anybody could talk about for just, like, forever. Uh, I and mean, just is for that like, how you remember it? Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah. listeners, especially the young listeners, you might think that, like, This was something that only mattered to us because we were kids and we were plugged into this thing happening. Uh, Like, because if you think it happened now, like how many people our age know any of the story about like Takashi 6ix9ine or like any of that other shit, right? So like, 
Wait, was can I talk to you in the kitchen real quick? Mm-hmm. I'm about to prove our, my point there because, like, <laughs> you're like, I don't is even know. Is he the one that was killing people? And it was like, yeah, well, I didn't know I wasn't. About it. Yeah, and he was like, yeah. I literally thought that I was supposed to do that. Yeah, you guys all, you guys all do it, right? <laughs> They're like, no, we talk about it. He's like, oh, we don't actually do. That was his excuse, right? Say. He's like, that was his excuse. Yes, that's not an excuse. <laughs> that's not how excuses <laughs> work. I thought it came with the job description, you know rap star yeah you you gotta kill yeah yeah the way it goes okay so um i bet most people our age like me didn't know that right like so you would think that people our age in 96 didn't really pay attention to this much either my story the reason i'm saying all of that about where when i learned about this happening first of all it was mtv news kurt loader right there uh kurt loader let me know that uh, Tupac had died. You know what's funny is Brido talks about how Kurt Loder told him Kurt Cobain died. That was my my, my oh, Kurt yeah. Cobain. Anyway, um, my dad was in the room and I was like, "Oh wow, can you believe that?" And this is all I remember him saying. He just goes, "You live by the sword, you die by the sword." Oh wow! Yeah. And he was That's... like old, you know. So he, he like, knew. What was he up? was like forty-two. That's older than I am. <laughs> T- Tupac's from the Bay Area, uh, well, partly at least. Yeah, no, uh, like, no, he Marin isn't City. he from Vallejo? I thought he was from Vallejo, Marin City, Marin so City. right next to Sausalito. That's right. E forty is from Vallejo. I should have yes, known that. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, hey, let me play the rest of this clip. Mm-hmm. As both were leaving the fight, members of Death Row Records spotted Orlando Anderson near an elevator bay bank inside the MGM. And at that time, they began to kick and punch him near that elevator bank. And on this incident, you will see Tupac Shakur, who's wearing a shiny satiny shirt, along with Marion Shugnight, who's a large man in a brown suit, punching and kicking Orlando Anderson. Somebody just, did you hear that? Somebody whispered, lower your voice. Yeah, I did hear that. Wow. Following this incident, you'll see hotel security intervene. And then they will leave the area of the fight. I'm sorry. Someone that gets told to lower my voice all the time. Fuck you. You lower your voice. You just said that on mic. Like I can hear you. It's much better that I just speak a little too loud than, oh, that's his press conference. And some dipshit's like, I have some advice. So now the camera's panning and you can see the fight in the lobby. Mm -hmm. Following this incident, Tupac and Suge Knight both left the MGM to make their way to a post-fight party, which was to occur at a local nightclub. At the same time, word had spread amongst members of the Southside Compton Crips of what had occurred inside the MGM. And then that's when Dwayne Davis began to devise a plan. Was that Keefe D? Yeah, I guess so. To obtain a firearm and retaliate against Suge Knight and Mr. Shakur for what occurred inside the hotel against Mr. Anderson for 27. I get like honors honor, but like, like you shouldn't be able to get away with something because you're a celebrity, but like you, you can't just kill Tupac because he upset you. Like you're like, that's selfish, right? That's like, it means so much to me. They like, he beat my ass in public. Like I'm, I'm not downplaying that part. I'm just saying like you, Everybody else is mad because you killed him. Like, right. Well, also, <clears throat> how am I saying that the, better? Like, can I mean, also, also, the, he es- escalated the situation severely. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's also get, true. Like, yeah. Kicked and punched, and then you yeah, know, but what you go start punching fight. him back? I mean, that's well, that's when the guns come out, though. 
I, I suppose. But I don't also, know. You know, I I never thought I never thought this would be solved. Honestly. Me either. I'm, I'm just surprised that we got this 25 years later. I don't know that I ever saw the footage of the fight. I feel like I've heard. I it never before, did either. But yeah. I don't think it was public. Yeah. Do you think the information wasn't public? I feel like I knew that there was a story about a fight. Oh no, Man, I'm getting all... that confused from when he got robbed in the elevator. Yeah. I mean, this is pre-internet, pretty much. Like, this, this stuff was just all floating around in the right. ether. It wasn't like now. Or you, you know what I always thought DMT. got him killed? Hmm. Hit him up. Oh. Dude, yeah. when you listen to that, you're like, there isn't a diss track that sounds as much as like, no, I fucking hate you. And those poor other guys that came on with him with their like, yeah, out the way, y'all get out the way, y'all. <laughs> They're all having fun. And he's like, my 4-4 will make sure your kids are dead. Like, oh, my God. Okay, hold on. <laughs> We just got into something serious here. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that you could say that that other guy escalated things quickly. Yeah, He's still too. But anyways, call the cops and see Tupac. Rest in peace. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Um, hey, you know, we played a couple of clips of some aging senators uh, either last week or a few weeks back. And I never played this one. This is one of my all-time favorites. I was reminded of it today. And uh, here. Oh, my God. Yeah. By doing nothing. Okay. This is Alan Simpson, and this is from like 2011. This isn't that old. Okay. Uh, There's only 16 seconds. Nothing. If they care at all about their children or grandchildren, and I, sometimes I doubt that. I think, you know, grandchildren now don't write a thank you for the Christmas presents. They're walking on their pants with their cap on backwards, listening to the enema man, the Snoopy Snoopy poop dog, and they don't <laughs> like it. I, I, By doing I, nothing. Here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> Here's the deal. Here's the part about this that's interesting. (laughs) Listen to the pacing of this. Listen to the pacing of him and the rhythm of him talking about it. He accelerates. He he just there's there's timing to this. Christmas presents, they're walking on their pants pants with their cap on backwards, listen to Enema Man and Snoopy Snoopy Poop Dog, and they don't like him. (laughs) The they they listen with their cap on backwards. Uh listen to the the Enema Man. Right. I think that's Eminem. And Snoopy Snoopy Poop Dog. With not, what's the last part? They're walking on their pants with their cap on backwards, listening to the Enema Man and Snoopy Snoopy Poop Dog, and they don't like him. <laughs> By doing... <laughs> Do you think he practiced that in a mirror? Like, did you look at times? that gentleman and suggest that again? <laughs> look at him. No. <laughs> this guy? No. He just had that off the top of his head. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the, the top of man. his head. Yeah, the Enema Man. I, Do you think... Wait, hold on. <laughs> Oh, he came up with the Enema Man thing? Could it be Method Man? I don't know. No, it was Eminem. I just realized Eminem. I thought he misspoke. Because I was so wrapped up in the poopy, poopy, poop pants or whatever. Snoopy, doopy, poop <laughs> pants. Yeah, cap on backwards. I, I feel like he intentionally uh, said the name wrong. Enema Man? Yeah. That's yeah. pretty clever. He's That's very old. Clever. I mean, he's yeah. not alive anymore. That's how old he is. Okay. I mean, that's that's how you get to be old. You got to be clever. Yeah. No? Okay. Uh, well, speaking of old people, Diane Feinstein died. Yes. Uh, thoughts on her, Alan, or I'm sure, you know, I have some, <laughs> I mean, she was, she was barely present, uh, for the last year or so. Um, she kept missing, uh, votes and then like, she had to be sort of like woken up and told what to vote. Cause she didn't know where she was. I mean, for she's once had that a... old lady going la 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 doing the Elmo <laughs> song was actually very appropriate in the meme. Yeah, uh, long, long, long career. Uh, there probably should be term limits for Congress people. 
Do you know? So um, hilarious. She's like what nine thousand, and when you subtract her age from it and add up everybody else's age in the Senate, mm-hmm. uh, Congress, Congress, um, and then, oh, she was in the Senate. Uh, okay, and the, yeah, it was Senate because I did this math by hand. Okay. Uh, oh. so if you, if you add everybody else's age up and then just divide that by 99 instead of with her age and by 100, mm-hmm. the average age before doing that. So the average age of the Senate, when she was inducted was okay. 64 years old. Okay. The average age of the country, by the way, is I think 30. So that's bothersome, Pretty, right? Like the difference yeah, these yeah. people don't represent us anyways. Um, the, if you, it, once you do that math again, without her in it, it dropped the age to 63.7 or 0.37 or something like that. So it was just barely under 64. But but that 64 number was from when they were sworn in back in February, which means that average is 64 by now easily. Like, I think it has to be by because now. Because we've all had a few birthdays. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. You know what was <laughs> weird? Um, was it the mode is the number that comes up the most? Yes. That was like 78 or something really yeah it came out there's a lot of them yeah it's, that is not surprising unfortunately okay um you know quick and dirty here just i as democrats go i found her very authoritarian uh i saw her as a conservative within that and i think it's a good reminder that when you live in political monocultures like in tennessee or in california where there's one party that leads and does everything and all decisions go through that party. There is some opposition that maybe act as speed bumps, maybe, right? Mm-hmm. Think of like the Tennessee three, but they didn't stop nothing. Um, so politicians that are lifelong politicians in those political cultures tend to not represent the progressive or radical end of the party that they're in. Because um, if you think about it, radicals beat incumbents. If nobody beats you, then you're stuck as what you were in 1960 when you first went in there, right? And then so you just become more of a centrist or more of a yeah, well, like the Overton window shifts, and now you're more conservative uh, than anybody right, right. else in your party. Okay. Think Joe Biden, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So in that way, it's just like term limits, man. That solves all of that, right? Like. Yeah, I, I mean, I said it earlier. Yeah, I think that's we we would be better served not having all these dinosaurs uh, representing yeah. us. Yeah, I I have a good thing to say about her. Okay, she went after the CIA. Yeah, after she found out that they had been spying on her. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to get yourself in the game mm-hmm. when you're you're already involved. Oh, now yeah. I give a shit about this. Yeah. Um, does the replacement for her really live in Maryland? So she works for I knew a you could lo- have an answer for this. She works for a lobbying group in DC. Um, they work to put in uh, women politicians to support abortion rights. And so as such, obviously Maryland right next door to DC, it makes sense for her to live there. Okay. She is, so what political she, office would she like to have in the state that she lives in? <laughs> she she is from California. So the fuck uh, am I? Actually, I'm from Colorado. <laughs> I should be able to go represent the fine people. I, let me take over Bobart seat. I'll give everybody she, hand jobs. She is switching her over uh, the shorts. Over the shorts, she, Alan. She's switching her voting uh whatever. She's gonna vote in California now. She can't, she um, isn't now. She doesn't have a just... Alan. Hmm. This is infuriating. There's a guy in Tennessee who I legitimately should not be the speaker of our state house because he oh, lives yeah, he doesn't in live. Nashville, but yeah. he gets elected in Cookville. Right. He can't win in Nashville, right? You understand right. what I mean? Okay. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. That's not cool. 
Her name is Lafonza Butler. She was. Uh, I like a lot about her, by the way. I like the like people said it like is a bad thing how she uh, managed. What's that? Emily's list. It's like a housekeeping service or something, yep. right? <laughs> no, that's different. <laughs> no, Emily's list is as I said is is a lobbying group that tries to get women. Uh, she just drop it as they said to me. Like I, it's fine. I'm, I thought I was listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dick. All right. So you already explained it. Women politicians who try to uh, who, who support abortion rights, they try to get them elected. Essentially, yeah. that's what they do. Okay. And she's previously worked for the. Uh, Wait, aren't you S- for groups that do that? Like it, that. How do I say this right? Um, I hate that lobbying is ruining politics. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're getting getting bought and paid for, then we should have people running our interests in that way as well. Oh yeah, I'm told. Totally Until we get rid um, of it, we'll just have a fucking arms race. And she also worked for a, a union in California previously. Everybody said it was the biggest union. I'm like, SEIU. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, and then she also worked for uh, Kamala Harris's campaign, and she worked for Jerry Brown as well. No. Oh, oh, not the same way Kamala did. Wait, Willie. Yeah. I was thinking Willie Brown. Willie. Yeah, I get yeah, Jerry different. and Willie Brown confused. <laughs> so do I. Sometimes. Oh, did Kamala fuck Jerry Brown? No, it was Willie. Oh, God damn. I tried to give her a break. <laughs> I, I think I think I get them. Mis- I think I've gotten them mixed up on the show before as yeah, well. It's easy to do. Yeah. I met it's Willie Brown. Yeah. You, did you? I think yeah. you've told that story. Yeah, I met him at an AIDS walk. <laughs> Shook his hand. That way I, I knew I could keep an eye on the other hand, you know. Nice. Because he's a politician. Nice. Right. Pick your pocket, right? Am I, I'm just doing it. a DJ thing. I don't mean none of this. Uh, all right. So... Um, isn't that something? Isn't no, I'm not quite done yet. Does this mean that oh. Alan 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 Newsom? Mm. That's not even a thing. Does, does this mean that Gavin Newsom appointed both senators right now? Yeah, I think so. Al- Alex Padilla. Alex is Padilla. A, yeah, Padilla. Yeah. So why did he get appointed? Because Kamala got vice president. Okay, and then why did right? Because she was a senator. She was a right. state attorney general before, right? Correct. And but then the she attorney won. general, what you said, one wrong. Um, then the attorney general got appointed by him too. Why'd that happen then? Mm, you don't have to answer well, that, but that's true. I don't right? remember Your that. Attorney general is appointed by Newsom as well. Was that when it, when Kamala went to the Senate? That wouldn't make sense. I don't. Yeah, I don't recall that one. Yeah. Oh, but maybe I know that, maybe it's like an overlapping term, and when she won the Senate have been. seat, he. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I know Padilla was because Kamala became VP. Okay, I just. Yeah. I feel like. This is like how you start a fucking uh, Tammany Hall, like because oh. <laughs> uh, just... there's yeah because there's more uh, right. SEC the what the Secretary of State excuse me the Secretary of State Shirley Weber was appointed by him as well. Oh, I didn't know that one. So both oh, was senators. that because Alex Padilla was Secretary of State before he became senator? Fuck if I know, Alan. I don't know. I think so. I mean, to, I think so. Okay, I'm just saying. Like, fine. If you're get, if you're just if look, you're right. I'm not expecting that you. I didn't think that like I cracked a code here, right? <laughs> I just think that like it is worth pointing out that whether that's strictly legal or not, that's not healthy, right? Like, there should be a thing of like, hey, the governor can't appoint literally everybody that's supposed to be the representative democracy because not we don't know that any of those people would have won. I understand that one at a time there is a, an argument that I will lose about why it's right to do it the way it's done because we wrote it down and we got to do that. I get that. Yeah, I, I get mean, it's, that. It's, I'm saying fix that. That that needs of- to be fixed. You can't have something like this ever happen again. Both senators, the attorney general and the secretary of state, are all appointed by the by the I almost said president. The governor, 
The guy that's going to so debate Ron DeSantis in the middle of his primary. Uh, that's happening in November. Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis are, are having yeah, a debate. It's just taking a pause. Okay. It's like a sure. fucking Jake Paul fight. I don't know. What the <laughs> fuck. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so the reason that all those people were appointed by Newsom is because the California Constitution says the governor gets to appoint right. them if something I happens. It. I get it. Which I, I get that. Uh, I mean, so what they they get to serve for a couple of years until the term's up and then they have to you know run for re-election if they choose to or not somebody else might barbara lee really wanted the senator seat that he gave yeah to, uh, but she wasn't Le- doing well and she's 78 LaFont- LaFont- barbara lee is currently th- no i think they they said if uh if that lady lafonza lufthansa i can remember that now okay, okay. yeah right. we'll just call her that uh yeah. until, until we hear it enough i just learned this word uh she what racist <laughs> men say. <laughs> Caught myself though, and I'm uh, I'm improving. Give myself a good, being a good boy. Give yourself a bow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where I was, man. Uh, that's pretty fucking wild. I don't. Uh, yeah. Well, look. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't care for that. Does that bother you? I'll I mean, be it, honest. Not. Not really. But is that because um, you've given up largely in other ways? <laughs> Like if you thought things were actually going to happen because you picked a person, you you might yeah. be more upset that your choice is being made for you, right? I mean, yeah, we, we made I it mean, this far into it. I mean, like she's what? She's a black lesbian is the way I heard the, uh, what's that what, liberal rag that makes radios? NPR. NPR. NPR's uh, daily news podcast was like the first thing they said was that. And they're like, so why did he pick her? It's like, well, she was a very, um, uh, she, she broke several barriers. It's like. It's the first thing. That's the first part. And that's just maybe know your audience and like, you know, <laughs> cater to the people who are listeners of those channels. But I like to listen to NPR because I feel like they give sometimes a, a never mind. A more almost. balanced opinion. I, yeah. yeah, but I couldn't finish the thought because today, you know, <laughs> couldn't push the words out here. Well, they couldn't do it in this news story is what I'm saying. Mm, so like, okay, okay. how can I make an argument for them doing that when but like why I'm talking about them is how they were not doing that. Trying to. So, yeah. So should I be upset? Um, I don't know. I tend to think that, um, Batman, you think, Batman? no, I tend no to he's think not that Batman. Prob- he's all Bruce. No bat. That's what Tim says. <laughs> Gavin Newsom. I, I don't think that she's going to be legislatively all that different from Feinstein. If I mean, she was in the race, uh, with Barbara Lee and the other, uh, the, the, uh, Porter, um, mm-hmm. She, uh, Barbara Lee would have been third where they were like simulating polls. So, uh, I don't know how that works. I can't trust the polls that exist, but Barbara Lee is not doing well right now and she's 78. So I'm glad to see that that's, you know, we're not perpetuating this geriocracy. Geriatric. Yeah. (laughs) Geriocracy. Do you want to move on? We have a lot to do. Yeah, let's move on. Okay. I want to argue with you. Uh, I think we both, this is going to be an example of me and Alan mostly see this the same way. But um, there's a difference in like one detail, I think. And we had a text exchange of like, save it, save it for the show. <laughs> so Amazon is being sued by, by the, the FTC. FTC. Okay. And this is that hotshot new progressive lawyer that came in and uh, she, she basically got the position because she wrote like a thesis on why Amazon's a monopoly, right? That's partly, yes, that's probably correct, yes. So FTC Chair Lena Khan, that's the name we were looking for. Um, So essentially, uh, she is suing Amazon, claiming that they are engaging in anti-competitive business practices. Um, 
So one of the things that's that's mentioned in the suit is there essentially for you to sell on Amazon, you have to use their their logistics, um, their shipping. Um, and so this is a story about a, a, a monopoly and monopolistic practices, accusations, not towards the consumers, but towards the people that can sell so towards it's a monopoly sellers. on a selling space as opposed to a monopoly on a consumer base. Right. Although they do imply that there still is, um, there still are implications for consumers down the road. Um, so yeah, they so the suggest first part, that it could be. Right. So the first part of it is that sellers have to pay more to sell their products on Amazon than they might elsewhere. Um, I'm sorry, but, we're giving you access to literally everybody. Yeah. And uh, the, their whole infrastructure, their whole logistics system. That So that part of it, I think you and I pretty much agree with. I don't have an issue with that. Um, like if you want, I, like you have the option of going elsewhere. This happens to be sure. the best place for a certain set of reasons to do that. I think you gave an argument of what if you want to like go after these niche markets and maybe well, I don't want to take that from you save that for later. You know, I'm sure that it comes right. up well after this clip, but like the point is you can choose to do one or the other. That's what we agree yeah. on in general, right? There's like, yeah, you have an option as a seller of where you want to sell your goods and you have an option as a buyer as to where you want to buy your goods. And there's um, trade-offs so, to both of those. And that's sure. just kind of reality. Sure. Now, Amazon has made it so frictionless that almost everybody is on Prime and everybody buys their shit there. I think it's like 170 million people. Or so they've leveraged the, the consumer base towards the sellers to say, do what Correct. we want. Kind of like Correct. how Walmart used to make like Rubbermaid move their factories to China so that sure. they can make it out. Because they said, I want this at 98 cents or something. And they're like, we can't. We have to make it you know, around $2 or $1 or whatever, right? And mm -hmm. to do the two cents, they had to move the factory. Right. Yeah. You yep. always, you know, everybody remembers those stories from the nineties. Sure. Um, yeah. And I just caught myself saying Amazon's not in the wrong by pointing at Walmart in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me play this. Okay. That it's just made this whole ecosystem work essentially in a way that customers clearly love because they keep coming back for more. But in theory and in practice, it's possible for two things to be true at the same time, and I'm sure that's what the government's going to say in response to Amazon's response, which is you can be a customer-focused company, you can be great at delivering fast, discounted products to customers, and you can simultaneously be making life very hard for sellers by eliminating their choices through coercive tactics that ultimately, over time, might be bad for consumers. I think that's right. There's kind of two sides to this coin. So by the end of the episode, I, I should also add, she was like, I've been doing an experiment where I haven't been, uh, I haven't been using Amazon and like, you know, shit comes in late. I have to buy things in advance. I fucking hate it. It costs more for shipping. Um, you know, but never mind all that. Let's argue about this other part. I sort of well, jumped ahead. Why don't you, do you have thoughts about that? I, yeah. I sort of, yeah. So she, she said that, you know, in some ways, obviously, it's less convenient for her. And there's been times where she would have purchased something if it had the ease of Prime where it was going to show up at her house the next day. But without Prime, she didn't have that option. And so she just didn't make the purchase. And her whole reasoning behind leaving Amazon was that they wanted to spend less money as a household and making it more difficult for them to do that seemed like a good idea. And so maybe that was successful. I don't know. Um, Is it so hard for you to imagine a New York Times reporter being like, I need to trim $99 off our yearly budget? 
I don't know how they're, I don't know how well they're getting paid, but I mean, I don't know. Oh, you know what? They said it made it more likely to do impulsive purchases. So they were doing yes, it as an experiment. Okay. Too. All right. That's, that's their too. cover. But they're like, like those, look, nobody uh, pays us. They're blinking a bunch of times in Morse code. Those reusable water balloons she podcast. wanted to buy for the camping trip. Um, all right. So the second part of the suit is actually the part that is more interesting to me. So the whole thing of having to use Amazon's logistics and infrastructure, I think if you're a small business, that's great. You don't have to fucking worry about that shit. I'd be willing to pay more for that. Right. Um, and you still have the option to not. Like, And guess why that exists? Own. Like, the, Because the company that's doing successful successfully has invested in their infrastructure. Like these are, right. and also know. like as, as a s- small business, you still have the option. You can go fucking go daddy, set up your own website, sell direct to consumers. You can go, you know, advertise on podcasts and, and sell that way. And there's different benefits that come from that, right? Cause you have sure. direct access to all the data, right? Right. And you can get higher margins cause you're not paying Amazon for all. The Unless Amazon can happen to get that in a quick enough way that you'll make up for it in volume. Sure. Like there's a whole decision to be made there. Right? right. So here's, here's, yes, there is, but here's what do you, wait, I, do you, before you, there is like, what I'm saying by that is why do we have to have the federal government come in and shake this up and install a bunch of bureaucrats and hi, create a whole like division within the FTC to monitor it because of something that's happening right now. Because this shit's always just fucking shifting. And then the bureaucracy leaves. Because 20 years later, they're not going to be like, hey, we don't need to monitor Amazon anymore. Everything's different now. Because there is this potential for people to set up GoDaddy's and things like that. Or go to Etsy or eBay is a fucking thing sure. still. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So, so here's where I start to have a bit of an issue with the way the system works. So Amazon is very price conscious. And they want to ensure that the product that you're selling on their uh, platform is the lowest price available anywhere on the internet. So you can do that two ways. You can have the lowest price or you can go around and be the police of who sells this cheaper and how can we fuck them, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So Amazon scours the internet constantly. And so if, uh, you know, Alan Dustin's uh, granola bars are on exactly is there i found it i found it i found a button sorry so if we have granola bars our granola bars are five bucks a box on amazon and then we decide to advertise on a podcast and say hey as an introductory offer you put in none taken as a promo code and you'll get you know three boxes for five dollars and amazon finds out they will fuck you on their platform essentially they remove the buy button um, and make it almost impossible for you to purchase their, that merchandise through Amazon as a platform. Now, my, my problem with this is as a small business, I would they remo- wait, wait, to- they remove the buy it now button. They remove the buy button at all. There's no buy. Really? Button. So you have to go to like a third party yeah. market that you've accessed through the Amazon interface. Right. That's Correct. still being at, at least advertising on the world's largest marketplace. But so as, but. as a re- like, if you're, so you're literally saying, I want to do this differently than what the people that let me sell in their place are asking me to do. Statistically, if Am- when Amazon does that to a product, their sales just fall through the floor. It's just, you just drop off a cliff. Um, that's just what happens when they remove that. Button. But isn't it like, that is the decision of the seller to decide to do that or not and take that risk or not. Right. But as it, would make, business, it could make sense to you to do that if you think it's worth it. Like I, I keep going back to the fact that the, the access to this marketplace is valuable. Of course, of course. But as a There's small a price business, for that. 
I would like to be able to, to diversify. I would like, to, yeah, maybe 70% of my sales are going to come from Amazon, but maybe I want to advertise on podcasts and offer a different option there. Maybe it makes sense monetarily. Wait, you could sell it more on those other platforms and say it's because I'm doing it from here and hopefully you're, you're, yeah, but consumers Amazon's the biggest platform. I know. So you plan. sell it for the price they want you to sell it for, or you don't choose to take part in their marketplace. This is fucking so, easy. But what they're saying, what the lawsuit is saying is that Amazon is being anti-competitive by removing the, your ability to sell on their website. They're, are they removing your ability to sell it cheaper anywhere else? No, they're, they're removing your ability, your ability to, to do it on, it on their platform. Their okay. Platform. Well, who the fuck cares then? Like that's a business decision for someone to make. They're breaking their agreement with that company. I don't like offending Amazon. Oh, but like, like this is this is so simple. But do you like, understand when when a company becomes the size of something like Amazon, their ability to impact a marketplace is just massive. That's the problem you had with things like yes. Amazon, and you know what it's Walmart, done so far is get things to me the second I fucking want it. Oh. I, dude, it used I'm to be a such a great deal that you'd get it within two days. And within the time period of the pandemic, you'll get it like four hours later. It's amazing. Yeah. And, it and like, like, I'm sorry, as a consumer, that's exactly what I want. So I, I don't, I'm not sympathetic to you telling me that sellers that want to sell it cheaper on their own side hustle, as opposed to accessing the marketplace where everyone goes to and not sticking to the agreement with that. And so what are you saying? Like you're, you're literally saying that they're forcing people to sell things cheaper. I know I'm saying, I'm saying that as a, as a seller, as a small business person, I, I would like to be able to uh, sell to many niche markets, so right? You're going to have to charge more to do ways. it. You have to be a dollar more there. It's fine. There's going to be different ways to access those markets. But and- they, but they said that it, this only comes up if you try to undercut your Amazon price, right? That's correct. Okay, so sell it for a dollar more on every other platform and nothing but will happen. But that might not make sense on those platforms. I don't know what to tell you. You have the benefit. Of, then then do not go down the path of Amazon. Don't let them block you on Amazon. Just don't sell on Amazon then. But it, so why so I guess the the question is so here's the thing, right? So here's the deal, Amazon man. is a private company. Well, they're a public company, but they are they're you know they're not a government. They're entity. right. So you they don't have, have any. And as we all any, know, they have uh, they have rights because corporations are people. <laughs> they're people, they're right? Citizens. But United. you don't you don't have like a a right in the Bill of Rights that says you can sell shit on Amazon. That's just not a thing, right? right? Okay. So technically, as a as a private company, public it's freedom company, of speech. I assume it, I, I presume, they right? can do what they want. It, yeah. But freedom association. I, I do understand how. As somebody who, so I, I can understand as somebody who would be running a small business, how they could feel like this is Amazon being anti-competitive. And I, I, can, I'll be honest, I, I don't think Lena Khan's going to win this. I don't think so, so either. And it's going to make her I look really bad. I don't mind her trying, I guess. Lena Khan's gotten a really bad reputation. She's lost pretty much every suit she's yep. brought since she's been the FTC. Sometimes before they even go to trial. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if she loses this one too. Um, but I, I'm not mad at her for trying. I guess. Can I say progressives really struggle with like actual hard marketplace economics? You, are you referring to me? No, no. Oh, okay. So don't don't be so defensive, buddy. I'm sorry. I, I know <laughs> I raise my voice and I get all angry sounding, but I'm still lighthearted, fancy free. Mothers lighthearted, lighthearted, fancy free. The uh, you know, like the, I mean, this is the camp that was like, yeah, and, uh, and and maybe it's not her, but this is like the modern monetary theory side of things, right? Like we can just mm-hmm. print money and it shows up on the ledger, therefore there won't be inflation. Well, we we proved that one wrong with the with the pandemic <laughs> did a good job with that, uh, and like. 
I just, I feel like these are things that they are always outdated by the time the government finally gets around to like making these corrections. And so they're, their remedies are outdated as well. It's fighting the last war type stuff, right? It's similar to that whole, you always fight your last war. Um, and, and then you're stuck with bureaucracy and what's harder to change a, a, a business like Amazon that is very swift to react to market forces mm-hmm. or the bureaucracy. bureaucracy of the government. Like I, yeah, I, clearly. I, I, I think I'd rather take Amazon's chances of being like, wow, nobody wants to sell here anymore. Cause we're being dicks. Maybe we'll change our plans. Right. Because that's always an option too, right? Yeah, market forces, you know, right. could force a company to react. It's better than having I, like Ma Bell broken up or whatever that was. I, I do take your point about example. bureaucracies. In fact, I was going to say something about the whole Gavin Newsom appointing people. I, I forgot and I remembered now. Let's do so it. Go back to, to it. Throw yeah. it in here. Um, so elections are expensive to run. Yeah. Really expensive to run. Okay. So if we were going to have a you know, sure. snap election every time somebody – you know, passed away. Then, then you fix this. Then office. even though it's still a monoculture, you at least have like the committee, have people that are the representatives, not that. just the but executive branch to make those. Decisions. I think that's the reasoning behind having the governor just appoint somebody to, to run out. I think term. that's fine when you don't have yeah. 90 million people or whatever. Fucking... Um, can I frame this whole thing differently with Amazon? So right now yeah. it's, it's centered around prices, right? Mm-hmm. But say like you were a seller that, wanted to sell something on Amazon, but it would have made Amazon do something it didn't want to do, like make a gay birthday cake or whatever it was, <laughs> okay. wedding, okay. wedding cake. It's okay. a gay birthday. <laughs> gay wedding cake, I think. Sure, that works. Don't, you don't want the frosting. Uh, <laughs> it's not a gay birthday cake. Um, okay, so like that would be within there. I think we've had this decided in court already that they would have the right to refuse that seller yes, that has right? been decided by the Supreme I Court. guess that's totally different but I mean just changing it from price to a different thing it's like I don't know you can't make Amazon be okay with you selling this cheaper somewhere else if that's their deal with you for selling there. well that's your deal Wade uh yeah. the, the one thing they do point out in the pod uh the daily pod which I thought it was accurate was what's the alternative like so let's say Lino wins like what the fuck do we do then like how do we fix it I already it? told like, you do you staff a bunch of bureau- bureaucrats and you have people monitoring them Amazon no, but how do you have Amazon change of, their business I, I don't know yeah I don't know right there's yeah. no like that I guess you let people sell things at other places for less that's the main crux of this right I guess so yeah that would be my main crux for it yeah so stupid you know Alan a lot of the naughty things I like to buy on the internet it, if you search the internet for it it'll take you to an Amazon link and then it'll turn out it'll be like Amazon's like you can't buy this here but then you can find the third party version of it and it comes yeah. to your house it's always from like Shenzhen or something you're like god damn it I didn't know I was buying this from China now everybody knows what I was doing I think they all know yeah. <laughs> you me smiling you got those Chinese strap-ons for cheap Alan I'm on the screen already. That's not on. what that was. That's not what it was, but you said it, so it's funny. Damn it. I didn't mean to be confirming you. I was let me change the subject. You sure about that? Damn it, that's not good. You sure about that? That's you not, sure about stop that? Stop it. That's what I tried to hit. Um all right. I will not suffer this harlot. Thanks, Ali Alexander. <laughs> Um, oddly fitting still. Uh, I think we're going to skip this next one. Um, okay. where do you want to go next, bud? 
I don't. What's Mitch? Oh, I got me? something about Mitch McConnell. Um, okay. Yeah. So you know, we just lost Barbara Boxer. What's her name? <laughs> Diane Feinstein. <laughs> Diane Feinstein. Uh, yeah. And and uh, you know, I think next man up is probably the next man up is still always Henry Kissinger. But <laughs> don't worry about that vampire. Uh, this is uh, you know the next concern is old uh, Mister Freeze, um, Kentucky's own Mitch, Mitch McConnell. McConnell. Yeah. Mitch McConnell is currently trying to silence concerns about his health, which honestly strikes me as fair. He's not that old. Most turtles live to be like 150. <laughs> that's something. There we go. There okay, go. She's, she meant tortoises, not turtles. Oh, close, close Alan with the fucking reptile facts. <laughs> uh, I got a good Biden about. clip, and then I have a good butt judge clip. Oh, I spelled it. I oh. pronounced it wrong, booty. But uh, God damn it, I'm a I'm a I'm a conservative from 2018. Boot judge, what the fuck is this? Booty. I have a booty judge clip. I'm just gonna play the Biden clip first. This is okay. good Biden. This is like lucid, um, either reading the teleprompter or actually memorizing it, and not ad libbing. My extremist claim. Okay, hold on. I what? I don't know. He said MAGA extremists claim. Oh, I thought he said my extremists claim. It's, my ex-girlfriend says, like, I'm not sure. What it <laughs> my extremists claim Jesus. support of our troops. But they're harming military readiness, leadership, troop morale, freezing pay, freezing military families in limbo. Just say, look the other way. The this is about the shutdown, huh? So he's calling the like what they were also calling the House radicals, uh, MAGA well, I think, extremists. I think it was about the shutdown and also uh, Tuberville blocking uh, the uh, yeah. confirmations. Okay. Yeah. The president refused to pay respects at American cemetery near Paris, referring to the American servicemen buried there. And I've been to the cemetery as suckers. I actually have a clip on this later on. And losers. Quotes. So he's referring, he's saying it in quotes. They're finally, you know what? The fact that he's saying this is because this week, uh, the, the person that, that was the source on, um, so there was an anonymous source in 2020, I think, or 2019 that said when Trump went, it was 2019, right? Trump was in France, but he didn't go to. I think the it was 2019. Yes. Yeah. Cause it would have been the anniversary of the end of world war one, a mm-hmm. uh, hundred years after uh, the end of world war one. And he didn't go to the funerals. And there was a source that said that he referred to them as suckers. And the source was T- Tony Scott, Tom, what, uh, John, his first chief of staff. I, we've got a quote for later in the show from it, but Biden's actually saying this because that finally got confirmed who it was and they felt like they could talk about it. Oh, I didn't know all that until today. I'm not making this up. Great. I know we all tried not to remember it, but that's what he said. He calls servicemen suckers and losers. Is John a sucker? Was my son, Bo, who lived next to a burn pit for a year, came home and died. Was he a sucker for volunteering to serve his country? And he's talking about how he got brain cancer from, you know, being in Afghanistan, right? Yeah, I believe it was Afghanistan. Yeah. yeah. Also, I th- he's talking about John McCain. I think this yeah. was. Yeah. He's not the- a sucker, but he is a war hawk. And I don't like him for that. <laughs> I think that was a speech he gave at the McCain Library. Yeah. Maybe on the so. anniversary. Yeah. 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 Um, let me play this Buttigieg clip just because I set it up. This is I felt like these go back to back. This is part of a lifelong pattern with the former president that I would argue was first displayed when he uh, faked a disability in order to avoid having to go to Vietnam and allowed, I assume, some working class uh, person to go in his place. And person person seems out of place, right? Like we know the military was. 
<laughs> I think we know who was going to Vietnam. I, don't, I think we know our military makeup in 1971. It, yeah, it, it was, it, it, if it was a man who identified as a woman, this was a man because it was 1971 <laughs> and they identified as a man because they were in the army. Yeah. I'm has not, continued ever I'm since. Not, I, I don't have to defend myself. Um, made a name for himself by, it's a 1971 uh, joke, not a, okay. <laughs> not a under, you know, uh, basically saying that, Oh, that, this is uh, the whole reason I'm playing this. This is a show with uh Jen Saki. Oh, okay. So Jen Saki's got her show. Her and, Sunday uh, show. Yeah. I don't like that. You don't like that she has a Sunday show? Yeah, I don't. I just, <laughs> I don't like the revolving door shit of government to TV, mm-hmm. you know, person, woman, man, camera, TV. I think our first half's going to be a lot longer than the second half. Uh, I am going to skip this uh, Mike Pompeo interview. Okay. Um, I'll play it for the video. Why not? So John Stossel trimmed his mustache. I don't like how he looks now. To have Julian Assange killed? No. So he said, did you have Julian Assange killed? Or would would have you, been why don't I start it over? I love the way Stossel talks. <laughs> did you draw plans to have Julian Assange killed? No. Would have been illegal. There's reporting about that. There's lots of reporting, John. Boy, if you think that, I, uh, I did lots of things. Uh, I did a lot of things wrong, John, if you believe everything that's been reported. So where does stuff like that come from? It comes from Julian Assange. Oh. Who's trying to save his, his tuchus. That's where it comes from. That's <laughs> pretty straightforward. Don't buy the propaganda, John. We're, we're smarter than that. Don't buy... So, hi, we're the government. Don't buy the propaganda <laughs> from the person we's, we've accused of being a spy. <laughs> Don't buy that propaganda. Buy the propaganda I'm selling. Isn't that something? What, what, what's the quote from that thing you sent me? Are you going to believe your own eyes or me? Yeah, exactly. Jesus. <laughs> that was about Trump lying about his uh, square footage. The square right? footage. Yeah. It was a 10,000 square foot apartment. And he said it was 30,000. And his, his attorneys attempted to argue that that square footage was subjective. And then like the commentary on it was like, Maybe if you're arguing about the area of a circle, like yeah, if you're just going to go straight, yeah, and like yeah. If you're not going to count in the curves, you could be off by like ten percent. But like three uh, x, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, and then <laughs> they quoted Duck Soup, which is uh, yes. one of the Marx Brothers said that thing I said earlier. Mm-hmm. You can believe your own eyes or me. Um, okay, I feel like a lot of these clips about the shutdown have probably aged by now. I think so, too. Um, let's see. McCarthy, why the Democrats don't like him. Uh, I'll skip that and just summarize this from the New York Times, basically saying, like, the Democrats were fine to finally get McCarthy elected after the 15th vote uh, because he was promising concessions with the Democrats, which is why it was hard for him to get elected. That's back when he got his speakership in the, in the first place. Not a lot of concessions, but, like, he was able to get enough Democrats to defect, right? That was how that worked? I mean, he was able to to make some back to your uh, back. Because they had a majority of Republicans, but not enough Republicans were voting. And in the end, some Democrats did. Yes. When, he was able to, to make some deals with Biden and the Democrats. So those people aren't willing to help him now as he – so I'm, maybe, listeners, if you weren't paying attention to the news yesterday, whenever you hear this, uh, Kevin McCarthy has been kicked out as uh, Speaker of the House. And you would think that enough Democrats would probably vote to keep him in still, um, just, you know – for reasons of it not becoming a complete fucking zoo up there. Uh, but the reason they won't is because he started an impeachment hearing into president Biden. It's like, sorry, bud, like you can't do that and expect us to save your hide. Like this whole, yeah, I mean, there was, there was no love lost between the Democrats and McCarthy. I think that they, you know, they could, 
work together when it was convenient for both of them to get stuff done, um, which is the way politics is supposed to work. But if his next on, on the, you know, the guillotine is coming down, I don't No Democrats are stepping in to stop it. Like, that's just not going to happen. Right. Yeah. Um, this lady, I thought, had a pretty good line. Uh, she was talking about some of the budget cuts and she's complaining about the Republicans attacked. Let me see. I don't know if I, I think there might be something I find. Their bill includes devastating 30 percent cuts. You heard me. 30 percent cuts. And listen to what that means. It would eliminate 12,000 FBI agents, oh. almost 1,000 ATF agents. No, no, that's, a, that's at least 1,000 dogs, right? <laughs> the kennels are going to be full if we don't get these ATF agents out on the streets, Alan. <laughs> don't laugh. Yes, and that's something. I'm sorry. Uh, then after this all happened, uh, and they made the, uh, shutdown, um, just under the wire on Sunday night, uh, Saturday night was, doesn't matter. Sure. Uh, I think it mattered on Saturday, but you know, everybody went to church on Sunday, so they didn't. Cause Sunday was the first. So yeah, Yeah, they didn't have to pay people. They go back to, I don't you think there was at least like 10, 20% of the population that was like, ah, You couldn't just shut down for Monday. Like I had yeah. a whole three day weekend planned and Sunday night I find out like, going fishing. That's a fucking bummer, man. Like, cause imagine you're like, no way they pull their shit together. We are partying. If I'm going to be unemployed, it'll be fun employed. Like that's and they're like, God damn it. I go back to TSA. That's actually worse. Right. To be like, look, man, the government fucking let me down and then be like, no, they fucking made me go back after made me change plans. Oh, I don't like it. So anyways, um, this is uh, Matt Gates' response to the fact that uh, uh, to be able to pull off the extension resolution, they kicked the can down the road 45 days, right? Yeah, six okay. weeks, essentially. So nothing's better. Um, in fact, we could play all these sounds anyways because we're still in the same fucking situation. Um, and now we don't have a speaker. Yeah, so but we're not there we- yet in the story. So Matt Gates, <laughs> uh, Matt Gates said uh, this before he dislodged McCarthy from his fancy throne. Uh, He said this right after the... Let me get this straight. To extend Joe Biden's spending and Joe Biden's policy priorities, the Speaker of the House gave away to Joe Biden the money for Ukraine that Joe Biden wanted. It is going to be difficult for my Republican friends to keep calling President Biden feeble while he continues to take Speaker McCarthy's lunch money oh. in every negotiation. <laughs> Isn't that I mean, something? I have a question. Okay. Who has the power of the purse? Congress. Okay, so... Okay, are, so? Are, they really, are they really taking... So is is it Biden who's who's spending the money? Or was it Congress oh. that spent the money? Uh, hold on. Is that the same? Yeah, okay. Congress, yes. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a fun rant, but yeah, exactly. No, 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 you're right. Um, was there a fire alarm? Did that happen? I I didn't hear a fire alarm. Oh, you didn't hear about this? No. Oh, I was hoping you knew more about this. Okay. So I had thought the whole time that it was a Republican, uh, member of the house. Somebody pulled a fire alarm to stop a vote during the, while they were trying to work out the budget, not during the impeachment part. Uh, or the, not impeachment, the removal part. Removal. Um, so his argument was, I thought that I was hitting the handicap button, and instead I hit the fire alarm, and the door wouldn't open. <laughs> the door's normally open, is his argument, but this time it was closed. So I tried to hit the button to make the door open, and I pulled the fire alarm. You know why his, his story sucks? 
Why? He was either a middle school or a high school principal. <laughs> so he fucking knows. Oh my god. <laughs> the fire alarm. Fire you know how many meetings like... they have about look, it's like these fucking kids are gonna do this and this is what you need to do. Yep. This is how we prevent it. This is how we like this is how you identify it. This is how you put them in places where nobody would ever do this by accident. Like <laughs> you know all of the shit about this. Uh yeah. Um, okay. Well, if you don't know enough about that, I don't expect you to say a whole lot. Um, you know who I think would have been happier if they had to shut down? Who? Bob Menendez. (laughs) I mean, he certainly would, uh, get out of the news cycle for a minute. Yeah. You have a chance to, you know what though? He was out of it anyways. Cause the next step on that is really just his trial. Other than I think he's going to not get expelled from the Senate. I don't think he will either. He's no longer on the foreign relations committee. Well, but, and Republicans hey. don't want him out of the Senate because they think that they can win a reelection, but they won't get a reappointment. So just right deal because with there's the a the, there's a Democratic governor. In, yeah, and just uh, let New him Jersey. be like George Santos and off in the corner and finish out right. his turn. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been wanting to play this clip from Senator Knight. No. Congressman, nice guy, Jeff Jackson, South Carolina. I actually mm-hmm. only played the beginning of this and said, you know what? Let's have a genuine react to it. So let's, uh, you've probably seen this. Speaker of the House just enraged the one group he's been trying to play nice with all Speaker, year. Speaker of the House. And now they're going to come for him. He did it because he thought it was the only move he had left to avoid a government shutdown. And he was probably right. The issue is that there are about 20 members of the majority party who want to shut the government down. The Speaker doesn't. So last week, he tried to compromise with them. He offered them a short-term budget with lots of deep cuts to all kinds of programs. It was a super conservative offer, but they voted against it anyway because they want a shutdown and all of the media attention that comes with it. So the next day, it's Saturday morning, the government is set to shut down at midnight that night, and we all figure that's what's going to happen. Then we all got a text message. Come to the Capitol immediately. I throw on my suit. I get on my bike. I'm there in about five minutes. Oh, when boy. I showed up, I learned that the speaker he's too, was he's get- too nice. This is fucking Hollywood casting. <laughs> getting ready to cross the line. He really didn't want to cross. He was going to go around his right flank to the minority party to get the votes he needed to keep the government open. But the minority party would only accept a clean budget extension of about 45 days, not the one with all the cuts from the day before. The right flank was furious, just beyond furious. Whatever comes after fury, that's what they were. And the minority party was skeptical because the speaker had just given them a 71-page bill and then tried to call it for a vote immediately without giving anyone time to read it. The minority asked for 90 minutes. Nothing, man. Didn't they give them like a 3,000-page one like three hours before? They're like, you can do this. Yes. (laughs) Read the bill. And that was like $2 trillion. They were told no. So the minority leader asked to speak to the entire chamber. And the rule is, party leaders get to speak for as long as they want. He spoke for 52 minutes while the minority party combed through the bill. And they did find one piece that almost sunk the whole thing. There was one piece that would have allowed for congressional pay raises, and that piece was taken out. So we voted, and it passed. Right after it passed, one of the leaders of the right flank marched right up to a microphone and asked to speak to the chamber. The congressman next to me said, here it comes. He's going to make his motion to fire the speaker. But at that moment, the congressman who was presiding over the chamber, who's an ally of the speaker, brought his gavel down and said, we're adjourned. Whoa. Which bought the speaker some time, but the right flank is still going to try and fire him this week. We don't this know if they have the... This was from Sunday or month. This was from Sunday, I think. Votes? We don't know if the speaker is going to try and make a deal with the minority party to save himself. Yeah. 
and we don't know who would replace the speaker oh, we, if he's fired. That's my so that's the latest. I have, I'll keep... I have a little wrinkle on the whole. Uh, let me hit the button. Isn't that something? Uh, the whole thing about how uh, we don't know who the person is is going to replace him. I have. Uh, I'm saving it. I'm saving it. I'll tell you about that in a second. Uh, okay. Thoughts on Senator Nice, Congressman Nice Guy? Uh, yeah, I think he pretty accurately described what happened there. Uh, McCarthy had a press conference today after being ousted or removed as speaker. Um, he said that he would not attempt to be speaker again, so he wasn't going to, uh, you know, put his name in the hat again. He also he he, he went off on a, a I, lot of rants. It's I actually, actually pretty... hold on, I have that. Do you want me to play oh, it? Sure. Yeah, I it I actually just came up when I was looking for something before. Uh... Do you have the part where he talks about that that wing of his caucus not having the right to be called conservatives? Yeah, here. Okay. Over grievance, the right thing isn't always easy, right but thing. it is necessary. I don't regret standing up for choosing governing. I'm not taking this genuinely. It is my responsibility. It is my job. This guy loved being the Speaker of the House. There's stories of him standing there where, like, the tours come in and, like, always standing in the place where he can shake everyone's hand and be like, hi, I'm take, Kevin take McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is uh, unusual for people in that position. Yes, it's very much fine. So. Like, it's not a disqualifying quality. No. It's just, it is unusual. He enjoyed I do not regret it. He wanted to be, he liked being well, Speaker. Nobody of the House. else would have gone through the gauntlet that he went through to get that job unless uh, he really fucking don't, wanted Don't it. kink shame people, Alan. Yeah, you don't know what <laughs> I wasn't king shaming you don't know saying. he probably liked the humiliation it's a thing you know? I mean perhaps right. negotiating our government is designed to find compromise I don't regret my efforts to build coalitions and find solutions I was raised to solve problems not create them so I may have lost a vote today but as I walk out of this chamber I feel fortunate to have served the American people I leave the speakership with a sense of pride, accomplishment, and yes, optimism. From the day I entered politics, my mission has always been to make tomorrow better than today. I fought for what I believe in, and I believe in this country of America. My goals have not changed. You, you know, you might be thinking this is a long clip. This is the first time this has ever happened. Yeah, it was attempted like back in the 1900s or something, but it didn't actually work. So, yeah, pretty wild. My ability to fight is just in a different form. You need two 18s. He's still in the same. Unfortunately, 4% of our conference can join all the Democrats and dictate who can be the Republican speaker in this House. I don't think that rule is good for the institution. What's he talking about there? It's a 50-50 majority. I mean, you have to just have to win 51%, essentially. I see. But the thing is that he... The deal that he made with his caucus to become the speaker allowed one person to call for the removal, and normally that wouldn't be the case. Right. Um, once some, once that call for removal is done, you, apparently you I'm the only sorry, one. I didn't mean to. My finger slipped. Yeah. Go ahead. So once that call for removal is done, all you need is a simple majority to oust him. Got it. Right. Okay. Yeah. And that's what he's referring to. I got it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, of course, he doesn't like that rule. <laughs> Leave. I can continue to fight, maybe in a different manner. I will not run for speaker again. I'll have the conference pick somebody else. I hope you realize that every day I did the job, regardless whether you underestimated me or not, I wanted to do it with a smile. Do what do you say about people not being able to call themselves conservatives? So he said that the that wing of his party, the wing who wouldn't vote for the bill you just talked about, where there was deep spending cuts as a part of um, passing, keeping the government open, 
Um, he said that was a conservative bill. And for them to vote against it, they no longer can call themselves conservative. Oh, I see. He's like, I don't care. He's like, I'm a conservative. Any conservative would have voted for that. Um, and they are not conservatives. They don't have the right to call themselves that any longer. I see. I see. Yeah. Um, do you want, so this is the new Senator pro tempore closing out, uh, service for the day. That's true. Oh, he was mad. Oh, watch this. Subject to the call of the wait, chair. Wait, 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 sorry. I didn't unmute it until late. Okay, here you go. Declares the house in recess subject to the call of the chair. <laughs> Isn't that something? Uh, that was worth it. Uh, that was worth okay, it. Okay, so I guess... Wait, I'm pretty sure the, the guy, the Congressman Nice Guy was talking about who closed the session when Gates was going to try and go up and... That was him? And call oh, and he, that was, was his ally that, that yeah, shut yeah. it down. That makes sense. Yeah. Pro tempore, yeah. Um, so Jordan is my lawyer talked about something that is supposed to exist and I don't understand. He says he'll have it go back to the committee. The, the, she's my lawyer. Well, she does say at the beginning of her show, yes, I'm a lawyer. No, I'm not your lawyer. Uh, but she's my, she's my lawyer. It's called Jordan is my lawyer. Yeah. That the speaker was no longer available, presumably dead. There would so be this, this, this is a legislation that went through after 9-11 in case there was a mass casualty, mass casualty event again. What would, mm-hmm. what would they, what would they do for continuation of leadership uh, for the Speaker of the House should the Speaker die? List of a people list. that could take over. That was the intent at the time of enactment, but it would also apply here too. So if the Speakership is vacated, there's this list of people that could take over. The interesting thing, though, is that the list is written by the Speaker himself. So Speaker McCarthy is fully aware of you know the list of people that could take over his role if he were to be ousted, but that list is only made public if he were to be ousted. So it's interesting that he's saying it's going back to a committee. I guess he's giving up that ability to do so. All I know is this is what I asked for from Newsom. Have it go to a committee, not just be the king. When they asked uh, Jim Jordan if he would be willing to, uh, you know, throw his hat in the ring, essentially, he said it goes to the the committee, committee. or goes okay. to the caucus or whatever. Maybe they made um, that rule when they made, the they may have made a rule. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And yeah. she might not have been up on that. Okay. Well, that's interesting to know anyways, that that's how that's normally done. Uh, you know, I think I'm going to take this stuff from Trump's trial and we'll just move it to the second half. Okay. It's time for a break. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you get a beer. Why, why be a lopsided half when the half is, there's a rhythm to the show, right? <laughs> there's a rhythm to the show. Oh, All right. I'll see you on the B side. Oh yeah. Cut <laughs> is the B-side of our platter, sports fans. And I'm singing just for you, covered in sequins. <laughs> in the canyons of your mind I will wander through your brain To the ventricles of your heart, my dear I'm in love with you again Hey, Cross the mountains hey. we are back. Snuck back in there, I didn't see it uh, What do you say we do a little housekeeping? Back? Housekeeping, housekeeping uh, Okay, where does it... Uh, where does the Isn't That Something tier group chat exist? Uh, okay. Do we make a new one on the Instagram? So we were going to add them to the... So that's the second tier, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
we were going to add them to the existing Unity chat. I thought. Okay. Um, so Maybe we should hold the, a poll with the Unity chat if they wanted to keep that click how that is. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Um, but so tier one, you get the the Discord chat, and then tier two, you would get the. It's a it's like a circle chat. within a circle. Right. Um, I don't know. I thought it would be cool because we talk about. Well, that's where we the... share a lot more clips and stuff is on the Instagram. Well, it's just that we talk about a lot of the characters on the show are in oh, that group right. chat. You yes, know, like yes. your ways and your slickets. And, and your like by calls. nature, that's where I'm going to spend more time. So like this right. is where the hosts will interact more. And Alan I feel like if, any of these. And people that listen to the show that, you know, hear about those characters all the time probably would like to interact with them. I don't right. Know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's cool. Okay. Uh, more questions. Uh, well, I thought this worked. Yeah, we still got to figure out how to get this video up. If you're watching this, um, I guess we did something right. I don't know. Or we just gave this episode away. Oh, that's what I said. This is the free uh, free week of none take. Oh, yeah. HBO. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Oh, oh, I have an addition to add to the top tier, the, 20, the 20, $19 tier. Yeah. If you subscribe for the This Guy Fucks level of none taken Patreon, mm-hmm. I will personally wash your car once a month. <laughs> You have you have to drive to Nashville. I have a hose. I have a hose okay. in the yard. Okay. Yeah. All right. Will you wear something sexy while you're doing it? Though? Sure. Twice a month. Twice a year. Jesus. Twice a year. Okay. That's it. That's like a there. like a little uh, thong. Bong, no, bong, that's bong. too. I can't do that in front of my neighbors. But it'll be sexy. You know, it just okay. depends on your definition of sexy. Rub rub uh, some soap on your. I have one you know, other nip. rule that I prefer. I may move on from that one. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say what I thought I heard. Um, so I have, I want to propose a rule for the, uh, the Patreon members. Mm-hmm. It only takes one of them to vote as to whether or not uh, we could have a Patreon wide vote as to uh, who will be removed as host of the show. <laughs> we'll call it the McCarthy rule. Yeah. The McCarthy rule. Um, do you want to talk about Trump's trial? Then we get into the Trump cult clips and the rest of the Let's best of the right. Best Let's of the left. Do it. Okay. We'll kind of invert this. I mean, we can put it after the best of the right, best of the left. We're going to talk about the Trump cult first in the best of the politicians, though. So might as well do Trump's trial here, right? Might as well. I think it fits, yeah. Um, So I think this is an interesting setup before we play more clips about Trump. Uh, This was a writer at The Economist. They were... They were... I think they did an episode sort of recapping a lot of his, uh, his cases and what's going on. Ronald Reagan was reverential about, certainly publicly reverential about. So they were talking about the similarities between a lot of uh, Trump's like political rhetoric or how, you know, Trump steals the, it's not. So with Reagan, it was let's make America better, make America great again. But with Trump, it was make America great again, dropping the let's, right? And I think right, there's no teamwork like, there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. It's more about I'm the guy that can do this and the only guy that can do this. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but they're, 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 that's the reason for the Reagan comparison. The rest of this sets us up fine. Well, there's other comparisons Ronald too. Uh, let, let, play the clip. Okay. Reagan was, Ronald Reagan was reverential about, certainly publicly reverential about the institutions of American democracy. You think a little bit about how both these guys came out of popular entertainment, but very different forms of entertainment, right? Ronald Reagan came out of the movies, scripted Hollywood, and Donald Trump out of reality television, where the game is so completely different. Incentives are different. Just, I think like just the idea of being like polished and ready as a TV actor 
charisma charisma is so different than the you know don't you remember in the 90s complaining that all of this reality tv was going to ruin society i do remember and then we got a reality tv president (laughs) god damn look how well that worked out for us um so they they go on to point out in in that episode that while you know you can say that reagan was an institutionalist and trump certainly was not um he wanted to smash them all um there were some similarities especially like if you look at Reagan's more private correspondence with friends and other politicians, the things he said privately that he wouldn't say publicly sound a hell of a lot like stuff Trump says or yeah. did. Um, they just, they were better at put, keeping that shit on lock. His, his white right. house was very porous. Yeah. His, which is weird because he that. hired all the best people, all the best people, well, yeah. the best, the greatest. And then he fired them until, yeah, like three yeah. weeks later yeah. and they were pieces right. of shit. Right. Yeah. Um, well, this also happened to him. This is uh, Sean Cyrus. Shout out to Sean Cyrus for uh, this voiceover. So have you seen the video going around of the shaky cam footage inside the courthouse where it's like zooms into the audience, Trump in front of them, like sitting next to his lawyer. Then it turns to the judge who takes his glasses off and smiles at the camera. Like, I have. Yes. Yeah. A lot so, of people were making it look like it's a sitcom. Or uh, that was Bull Moose, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's up, Judge? You're looking good, my friend. Yeah, smile for the camera, baby. You're looking fantastic. Nothing. This is nothing. This is another criminal in court, baby. <laughs> I don't know how well that translates in audio, but... Oh, I think it translates just fine to most of the non-MAGA conservatives and, I would say, anything left of that that watched Trump for all this time and just thought... There ain't no way he's ever gonna have to go to court, and then you see him with his ju- with his lawyer facing yeah. the judge, and it's like, wow, wow. And he and Trump turned this into a campaign because for a while people were like, "How's he gonna campaign with all this time in court?" It's like that's that's where you're wrong, kiddo. The camp, the courtroom is the campaign. <laughs> so did he get in any trouble for this? Um, this was him on a, a, sl- a short recess. He went out and had a press conference and said this. This is a judge that should be disbarred. This is a judge that should be out of office. This is a judge that some people say could be charged criminally for what he's doing. He's interfering with an election, and it's a disgrace. Thank you very much. Mr. Trump, why do you want to be here? Uh, That was before the Big Macs. We'll talk about the Big Macs in a minute. So could he get in trouble for that? Yes. For the Um, smiling? No, for for the... the, Oh, uh, could Trump get in trouble for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for saying that shit about the judge, absolutely. Have you been on the news in like two hours or so? Uh, so there's I some. Believe- they, I think somebody is gagging Trump. I, that's I. Maybe I was on the wrong sites. <laughs> Six seventy year old man g- gags one uh, one term former uh, so twice impeached president that you're into, Dustin. Yeah, you um, search. Uh, yeah, just put up, pull up the hub Trump. and type single term twice impeached gagged by 70 year old are you typing of course i am oh god okay what comes yeah. up judge issues gag order and rebukes trump after social are you saying you were typing a different search or are you telling me that's what comes up when you search all the words i said i did not type the word oh, okay. you, you are a very fast typer and i'm own. very gullible uh so. judge issues gag order <laughs> rebukes trump after social media posts what if he doesn't have clerk. a gag reflex um do you ever consider that judge <laughs> 
can't make me if I can't do it. <laughs> I play with my tonsils all the time. <clears throat> oh, it's going to the soundboard. Oh my <laughs> god. god. <damn> it. <laughs> <laughs> um wanna see my dick? It wasn't that good. one or uh, <laughs> I do have a soft spot for my b holes. There we go. That's right. true. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember why you sounded like a goose, but that's funny. Um, you asked me to. I don't know. I asked you to sound like a goose, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, okay, this is going around on the right, on the topic of that judge. Oh, you know what? I realized we don't have any clips specifically making fun of the left, but I will say that um, turns out this week that the, the right took up a lot of the air. But mm. uh, I don't know if you heard me talking about, no, I keep wanting to call her Barbara Bach, Diane Feinstein, <laughs> or currently this fucking judge. So, um, yeah, it's just sprinkled in throughout as E40 taught sprinkle us. Sprinkle me. Oh, yeah. hold on. Did I save that? Sprinkle me. Sprinkle me. Mine. Sprinkle well, that was not worth it. Okay, um, so <laughs> this is the judge uh, in Trump's trial, not during the trial. Okay, this is at a previous date saying right. this. Standing at a lectern, giving his opinion on something, um, and I don't need to spoil it, so here we go. Oh, I'm going to say something controversial, even though I'm being taped. Juries get this it guy right. looks like a fucking wackadoo, right? He kind of does. Yeah. Like he he looks like Larry he looks like David an eccentric doing professor. A, he does look like an eccentric professor. Yes. Yeah. Which does not mean that you can't be a judge, but he looks like the Doc Brown <laughs> being a judge character. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now, I'm going to say something controversial even though I'm being taped. Juries get it wrong a lot. That's my own opinion. I do only civil trials. Personal injury cases, contract disputes. But I've had situations where, like, oh, my, my heaven's sake, how could they have thought that? Did you notice that he didn't say, oh, my Lord, and then his correction was like, I don't want to offend the religious people. Heaven's, heaven's sake. sake. Like, but <laughs> praise Vishnu or something. I don't know. <laughs> Is that something? Nobody says that, right? Nobody says okay. that. Well, I have, a, um, I have a tool that I can deal with that. It's called... Jury notwithstanding the verdict, judgment notwithstanding the verdict. I can say there is no possible way that a reasonable jury would have reached that conclusion. And, all right, am I following the law or am I making law? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm following law, I'm, I'm an impartial referee, but it's hard to factor out my own emotions. And I have tools, somebody can say, well, your Honor, you have to throw out this case because it's just like another case. Well, is it just like another case? What if the defendant was wearing a red sweater instead of a blue sweater? Oh, and, and by the way, I worked for the Columbia Daily Spectator for a couple of weeks. What happened was I went there every day and I wrote a few stories. One I got criticized on because I wrote that some uh, Ku Klux Klaners had murdered some people and and I was told, you can't say that. How do we know? You are. This is say like, it. how are we here in this story? Like, how did we go from where we were to here? He's going to tie it together, but this is this man has a weird way of telling stories, right? <laughs> it's very circular, yes. Well, that was what everybody thought. Anyway, yeah, we should have absolute immunity. What if we defame somebody? Um, that's how it usually comes up. You know, you call somebody a murderer or a heroin addict, that sort of thing, a pedophile. If it's done in court, yeah, I think we should have absolute immunity. 
Nah. Okay, so I, I don't know where to go in that because he went on to, on so many bases. I know I have yeah. a lot of thoughts on it. Why don't you go and I'll jump in? Well, probably. can I just kind of like Whatever go back want. to him his impact on the Trump trial and kind of sure. where that's at yeah. right now? Okay, all right. So this first of all, this is a civil trial. It's in New York. And essentially what this, this trial was brought, brought by the DA of, of Manhattan. Essentially what they're saying or purporting is that Trump inflated the value of his assets when it was convenient and deflated them when it was convenient so he would say his home was worth you know 400 million dollars 500 million dollars when it was to get a loan or to get insurance against it and then when he had to come time to pay taxes he would say it was worth like 10 percent of that things like that okay. right he would say it had it was a 10,000 square foot home when it was about taxes and when it was about getting a loan or insurance it was a 30,000 square foot home shit like that okay. um so, so like insurance you wouldn't want it to be bigger no, but if it's if it if you have the value of an asset that's higher, and you use and, that as collateral, yeah, I understand. Then, okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, <laughs> that text I sent you, that screenshot. Uh, so th- this this judge wrote. Oh, for, okay, couple things. Um, there's no jury in this trial because nobody requested it. So neither the defense nor the prosecution. Uh, requested that this be a jury trial. In so my understanding, that's literally a box that gets checked. Yes, yes, and neither of them did that. So the judge just gets to decide the trial. So because um, Trump's lawyer didn't ask for it to be a jury trial is why the judge gets yes. to make this. So when I see people on the right sharing the clip I just shared, mm-hmm. the reason that judge is making that decision is because your boy's lawyer didn't yes. ask for a jury. Yes. Yes. My understanding is there are parts of this trial that will have to be decided by the judge, like the first judgment. If people are really on top of the news, they recognize that last week part of this trial was already decided. And they're like, well, why are we even doing this still? It's like (laughs) six counts. The guy's in trouble. He made a decision (laughs) on one of them that, yes, did shut down the business. But like as to use Trump's words, nobody nobody was stole was robbed. Like I didn't take anyone's money. Everything's fine. It's like, well, that money was supposed to. Okay. All right. Okay, so Trump's legal team made a couple of motions, and this judge re- uh, responded with in a 35-page uh, document, which I have read, and it is maybe one of the funniest uh, court documents I have ever read in my life. What's this judge's name? Erdogan. It's like Erg Moron. It's like Erdogan. 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 Yeah, Erdogan. Uh, he says, so throughout this thing, he says like, uh, the, you know, they moved for this and we've already told them that that's obviously not, that th- they have no grants, uh, they have no ground ground to stand on. Wow. Easy for me to say they have no ground to stand on here. Um, and we've already said that and they still did it. And we, we've already covered this. Like it, this has already happened. Uh, in the thing, we, the, the whole duck soup thing that he quoted, that's also in the same thing. All right. So just to get back to your point. So Trump made the argument or his legal team made the argument that, look, nobody was hurt in Trump's changing the valuations of his properties based on whatever was best for him. Uh, there were no banks that were not paid off and no loans that were not paid off. Um, so really who is, you know, who's, who's the person who has standing here who, you know, was caused damage by Trump's behavior. Um, and the judge said, look, that's not what this is about. This is about the fact that you were able to make larger profits than you should have. Right. 
because you played these games. And that and money was somebody's money that they gave to you rather than someone else that was perhaps correct. being lawful in their actions, right? Correct, correct. Okay, so that um, seems like a crime. So that's, that. well, that's a reason. That sounds like fraud. That sounds like fraud, and that's okay. a reason. No, 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 those are the effects of fraud. He's saying this effect of fraud didn't happen, therefore this wasn't fraud. It's like, no, no, no. We're proving the fraud. Later on, you can talk about the ways that this could have made a, like a different thing in a different person. We, we've identified fraud and have lawyers to draw cases against it because that's the part where you catch people legally. Not right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. God, I hate the way he talks. Uh, the second part was that they tried to say that because of the statute of limitations, uh, that this should only go back so far. Um, however, oh, that was are... confusing. Wait, are you able to describe that really well? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So, so Trump is saying it in one way where he's like, they're the judge is violating the statute of limitations. Yeah. So what happened was when this trial started, which I believe was 2021 at this point, uh, when, when it was brought to court, um, both, uh, the Trump team and the, uh, AG team, um, or the DA's team, agreed to what's called a tolling um, statute, which essentially says that we stop the clock on the statute of limitations because there's a lot of documents we have to go through. It behooves both sides to say, okay, we understand we need time to go over these documents, but it's not fair to allow the statute of limitations to expire and not deal with the stuff that happened in the past. Both Trump's legal team and the DA agreed to this tolling. When it came time for Trump to be tried, so we've already had the, the business dealings, right? We've already had the, the business shut down. We've had Weisselberg, all that stuff happen. When it came time for Trump to be tried um, and his family members, they they moved to say, look, we shouldn't have to deal with anything. So there's there's two dates. There's like one in 2016, I think, and one in that was weird. 20, tw the other one was 2014. And it was like, how is there something? And it was like things before 2014 are ignored. And then the other one, things after 2016 are ignored. Right. And right. they're, depending on when the crimes happen, are basically there's like a 60 40 split of how these crimes took place. And they're mm -hmm. trying to get the 40% by saying they deserve right. to be in the previous yeah. number. And so the judge said, no, you are part of the group that agreed to this tolling statute to say that we would suspend the statute of limitations so that we could go over all these documents and have enough time to actually uh, do this trial correctly. And so as a, uh, an executive of that company that agreed to that deal, you are that, that is binding. You can't just say now I'm, I'm separate from that. No, you were part of that. And that's so, so it, it does go back to 2014. Wow. That I Does that I make sense? It. Yes, yeah. Okay, and I right. struggled to wrap my head around that in a convenient or in an easy way. That was that was very easy. Yes. All right, cool. Um you know, the the reason I played that clip though is because people are sharing it to be like this judge is just gonna make his decision on its own. It's like, well, first of all, there's a reason why the judge is making the decision. <laughs> yeah. But like yeah. if you're trying to discredit this judge, it's like, well, that's the judicial process, right? And mm -hmm. like I'm not gonna get outraged over this instance over another. Um like, I, I'll just hear him saying that, like, in circumstances, judges are allowed to do this. And it might be a state-by-state -state thing. Like, that might be a thing in D.C. or New York, rather, uh, where the judge can do that. I, I know that. Isn't that the case with the Chicago 7? Didn't, the, didn't Hoffman put him in jail anyways? The Chicago 7 was a 
Dude, it was that, Judge Hoffman. That was no Abby Hoffman was the the, the defendant. Oh, excuse, no, it was Judge Hoffman too. Oh, was it Judge Hoffman? Yeah, okay. that's confusing. Yeah, that judge was completely off the rails. I, I believe he tried to overthrow the jury. Anyways, that's a that is a he had like, that this guy goes like back wrapped to, it, like like duct taped, taped his the, mouth and yep. duct taped him to his chair yep. and like it was awful. Yeah. Um, New York State does have some kind of strange. It's weird stuff. that this is the lowest level of court and it's called the superior court. Yeah. So like the appellate court is like the second level. Yeah. And then the, this is yeah, all going to get appealed and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. Um, so he's already been on trial in New York for uh, sexual assault, right? Yes. Also civil. He didn't show up to that trial. No. But he showed up to the money trial. That's interesting. Does that it say is. anything to you about his character? <laughs> I think I find guys, listeners, I think we finally got him. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, that's, um, I hadn't even considered that actually. I heard buzz say it and I repeated it on my show, our show. Sorry. Uh, yeah. It makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as long I don't as think he's going to show up in the documents case either. See, well, yeah, right. It's like, that's if a you're going to talk trial. about my money and who I identify myself as, right. like, I am a rich man. That's how big my apartment is. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Unless you're a tax collector. Yeah. Can you imagine square footage is subjective? So I can, I, that's the legal argument. I can imagine that being the argument because I don't know what your argument could possibly be in this. Right. He's very clearly being fraudulent, but I also can't imagine. I mean, isn't it like 200%, 2,300%? What was it? 2,000 or 300? 3X. So 300, 300%. So that's, that's outrageous. Like to think you'd get away so, with that and be this high profile of a person. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Did you see the story about the McDonald's bags coming for coming into him while he was in trial when he was in court? I did see that. It's like yes. six McDonald's bags being brought in by AIDS. Only the best. Only the best. Spare no expense. Best. Uh, Moe's big thinks on Instagram said that um, there's a reason why he didn't pick Wendy's. <laughs> like a normal American would probably rather have Wendy's than McDonald's, right? I mean, you get a J Bay cheese. Oh no, man, good, get a J Bay cheese, Junior Bacon cheese. Oh, oh yeah. my God, it's the perfect sandwich. It's the sorry, it's sorry, it's the perfect fast food cheap burger. Like it's there's there's nothing lacking and nothing too much. It's uh, I love a J Bay cheese. Wendy's has some good shit, man. Yeah. Anyways. um, now I'm thinking about junior bacon cheeseburger. I'm too, man. I'm <laughs> Sorry. Fuck. Uh, so the reason that Mo said that uh, Wendy's, he didn't order Wendy's is because, are you familiar with Wendy's social media team? <laughs> Imagine Wendy's catching you bringing six bags of Wendy's <laughs> fucking spicy redhead into your court date. Oh, uh, the never, would never stop. They would never stop roasting it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They'd be like, you wish you never came back on Twitter. Because they were the one that, because I think they were the first fast food chain to have a funny tweet. Because somebody was like, Wendy's, you don't really um, cook the, the the burger when we order it. What, you just have a bunch of raw meat in the back? And he's like, it's okay if you forgot about refrigerators for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do recall that. They, they have a pretty uh, funny social yeah. media team, yeah. All right, we are really behind in this, but let's get into the okay. Trump cult. Okay. Um, okay. So Thrash sent this in. This is uh, self-deprecating Trump. Drinker. I can honestly say I never had a beer in my life, okay? Okay. Right. It's one of my... Only good traits. I don't drink. <laughs> I'm not a drinker. I love it. My only good traits. It's one of my only. I love self-deprecating Trump. You know, yeah, that's great. That. Uh, this is uh, keeping it, keeping it. This we'll go with keeping it humble here. This is an mm. old interview with Baba Wawals. 
You're not known to be a humble man, but I wonder. I think I am actually humble. I think I'm much more humble than you would understand. <laughs> I'm the greatest humble person on the planet. Also, I don't think that's uh, Barbara Walters. It's just another old white lady. Uh, the, uh, let's skip this good liars. We're too far into the show. Uh, Thrash sent this one in. This is about a shark. Okay, so Trump went on. Did you see this weird rant he went on about a shark and being electrocuted? Was it about windmills? That's later. So Trump Trump was saying, it might have been at the same time, but Trump was saying, that's later in the show. Trump was saying that he'd rather be electrocuted than eaten by sharks. Did you expect that? I don't think think I saw that. Did you expect that? Like if I, if we, that's ad libs. This is ad libs. Blank says they'd rather be blank than eaten by a blank, right? Insert adjective here. Yeah. Yeah. But if I'm sitting down and that boat's going down and I'm on top of a battery. (laughs) What? Now that's pretty niche kink right there. And the water starts flooding in. I'm getting concerned. But then I look 10 yards to my left and there's a shark over there. So I have a choice of electrocution or shark. You know what I'm going to take? Electrocution. I will take electrocution every single time. As someone who's been electrocuted, I would like to, I want to be eaten by a shark. Like, like I'd rather go out. Like, how'd Dustin die? He was electrocuted under a fucking counter. Jesus Christ, I'm so fucking glad that, like, Natasha didn't have to tell my family how lame of a death I could have had, right? Eaten by a shark? Yeah, that's a cool way to go out, man. Fucking, wow. (laughs) I will take electrocution. It's just, I'm telling you, like, yeah. just, I mean, I, I doubt this. Well, Connor, tell your former student to talk to his dad and let his dad know. Uh, just you don't want electric. I don't know. Electrocution sitting on top of a battery as a boat sinks. Maybe, maybe that's a little different. Yeah. yeah I think you should isolate. Uh, I will take electrocution. Oh, yeah. Just put that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things being isolated from that. Yeah, that wasn't uh-huh. the first thing I thought of. Yeah. <laughs> don't you worry, buddy. Um, that wasn't even the craziest thing he said all week. <laughs> being struck by lightning than hitting a whale with your boat there has only been listen to this one such whale killed off the coast of south carolina in the last 50 years but on the other hand their windmills are causing whales to die in numbers never seen before nobody does anything about that they're washing up and show i saw it this weekend three of them came up we gotta just just listeners if you didn't catch it windmills we'll come back they wouldn't you wouldn't see it once a year. Now they're coming up on a weekly basis. The windmills are driving them crazy. They're driving, they're driving the whales, I think, a little batty. And they're washing up on shore at levels never seen before. And they want to stop your boats one in 50 years. Can you imagine? They're being struck. <laughs> okay, wrong mammals. He's crossing the whales are a little batty. <laughs> are bats okay. mammals? I'm going to look that up. I believe what he's... a tempting to argue is that the sound from the windmills is fucking with the whales navigations system oh, i told I, him I that i think i think that's what I'm just, okay that's, that's my best trump translation well, bats are mammals alan <laughs> bats are mammals yeah. yes so he got his mammals confused i was right maybe i should have more confidence you know as young, when i was younger i wanted to be more confident and yeah. uh, as i'm older i just want to be more right Mm, yes. Like I, I become more bothered by people that don't care about truth. Mm-hmm. I can relate to that. Uh, if that's like the windmills are killing the whales. The windmills held on. Yeah. I just got concerned about my own mental health being fixated <laughs> on something while like windmills. The windmills are killing the whales. <laughs> <laughs> what the 
I don't know, man. South Carolina, man, they're killing the whales. Shoot. Sure, I get it. Meanwhile, boats only one every fifty years. Yeah, I mean, come on, almost man. never happens. Okay, almost where never. are we on this? Um, oh, we don't have time for this. I, just, you know, there was a quote. For, um, do you think we have time to read this, Joe John Kelly? So John Kelly confirmed all those things that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. His former chief of staff, he confirmed the uh, that he called the. Um, dead servicemen suckers Mm, right so he says what can i say that has not already been said Uh, a person that thinks that thinks those who defended their country in uniform or are shot down or seriously wounded in combat or spent years being tortured as pow's are suckers because there's there's nothing in it for them a person that did not want to see the presence of military amputees because it doesn't look good for me a person who demonstrated open contempt for Gold Star families, for all Gold Star families, on TV during the 2016 campaign, and rants that our most precious heroes who gave their lives for America's defense are losers and wouldn't visit their graves in France. This is his former chief of staff. A person who is not truthful. This is this is former chief of staff saying this about Trump. A person who is not truthful regarding his position on the protection of unborn life on women. I think he's referring to his own right? His own abortions. He's funded, uh, on minorities or on evangelical Christians, on Jews, on working men and women. Uh, he continued a person that has no idea what America stands for and has no idea what America is all about. A person who can cut, got it. I got it. A person who can cavalierly suggest that a selfless warrior who served his country 40 years in peacetime and war should lose his life for treason uh, in expectation of someone will take action. What's that about? I'm not sure what that's about. Okay. Millie, uh, maybe? Oh, maybe. Didn't he say Millie should be executed? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, a person who admires autocrats and murderous dictators, a person who has nothing but contempt for our democratic institutions, our constitution, and the rule of law. There's nothing more that can be said. God help us. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was about Millie. I think that I recall that. Headline. Wow. I didn't hear that. Wow. Um, do you remember how hard it was to be a lefty after nine eleven? Yeah, I do. And have yeah. like you you couldn't be critical of the government or America's actions at all without being like severely judged. Like what are you, Bin Laden, you know? <laughs> I I, yeah, I went I to mean, work after nine eleven and didn't realize that the conversations you weren't you shouldn't have at work and told mm-hmm. my boss that at a small shop that like you know, that was a tragedy, but like a lot of the things that we've done around the country kind of brought this to our shores. And we're talking about like nine fourteen or something. I just said mm-hmm. this, uh, and they called me bin Laden and too soon. Man. Oh my, I, it, it, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I remember like not only just the, uh, I guess the peer pressure or the cultural pressure, but also just like internally the way mm-hmm. it felt like it just like, how can I like, how can I express that thought or that opinion based on what just happened? Like, it, right. it was a very difficult thing to deal with. There was like self-censorship. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, it's amazing to me that we've lived through that. And mm-hmm. Trump, Mr. Shen Splints or Bone Spurs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bone Spurs, yeah. Calling dead soldiers suckers. Doesn't want amputees to be next to him because it makes him look weak in photo ops. He gets like to my... drape himself in the flag, literally have a picture of him hugging the flag and people buy it. Like, yeah, I like my heroes that don't get caught. Was that exactly? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's completely ridiculous. I mean, if, I mean, you can say that about a lot of things, though. I mean, the fact that he appeals to like the every man when he's never been an every man. Um, he, he, you know, like, that he was reality TV star, and we watched reality TV. Yeah, I mean, the, the fact that this guy can go to Ohio and like the Rust Belt and just like get away with talking to workers as if he's like one of them. It's a huge credit to his charisma. But it well, shouldn't I, work, right? It should not work. It should not work. This man is rolling like natural twenties all day long. It's crazy. <laughs> That's for the uh, nerds out there. I, I don't get it. I think it's ten sided dice. Twenty sided dice. Yeah. Ah, got it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. Mm, yeah. Okay. Why natural? So you you have. Uh, stat boosters naturally as a character, but if you actually Got roll it. a twenty, okay. just like I a straight it. up twenty, that's yeah, a natural. I should have a different yeah. name, and that's the word. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, so the R words had a debate. Um, here's a quick snippet <laughs> of comedy. <laughs> I see what you did there. You did okay. Uh, here's what it sounded like. Gentlemen, you'll have your turn. One of the challenges is to focus on the issues that matter between the business and China. Everybody knows that. Like you might think this is one of those clips where I played like the you know a bunch of people arguing like no that was from the fucking debates. That was from the debate. Yeah. Um, I'm tempted. We've got a full 90 second one. Let me play this one because it's a shorter version. This is Rub My Tummy and Tim Scott getting into it a little, yeah. Okay. We're all good people, and I appreciate that because last debate, he said we were all bought and paid for. And I thought about that for a little while and said, you know, I can't imagine how you could say that knowing that you were just in business with the Chinese Communist Party and the same people that funded... Hunter Biden, millions of dollars, was a partner this of yours as well. It's not nonsense. So look, do, 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 I want to respond. These, these are good people who are tainted by a broken system. And it's Listen, not the he always takes a direct statement and then talks about something else. Of anybody who's involved. Thank you for speaking while I'm interrupting as an interrupter. Said that before. If I may finish, you can't be on both sides. Gentlemen, you'll have your turn. One of the challenges. Standing in the middle, jerking them all off. He was the darling Nikki of this situation. He really was. So listen up. We should focus on the issues that matter. We know business in China. Everybody knows that. I want to be in charge of all of you, but I can't even settle down this room of seven people. Ron DeSantis. If I may address on holding, standing in a fucking milk crate. I'm accountable. That's what we need to be. I actually agree with Ron DeSantis. Speak at the same time. No one can understand. Exactly. So if I may, I agree with Ron DeSantis on China. When every other CEO expanded into the Chinese market, you know what I did with my first company? We opened a subsidiary in China. But you know what I did that was different than every. You're not selling yourself there. The other company, (laughs) we got the hell out of there. And when I started my next company, you ran profitable. Right when no, that's years ago. Right when I started my next company, Strive to compete against BlackRock. Excuse me. No, no. To compete against BlackRock, I made a commitment that we would never do business in China. And I will say something. Yes. I think you have more than time to explain yeah. your point. Well, if I, I was interrupted by a lot of people here, and I want to be respectful yeah. because I yeah. believe you these were people. The moderators have no control of the room. Zero control. Oh, last but I do not yeah. believe in these. We're sitting here in the Reagan Library. Yes, I wish you would not. In the honor of Ronald Reagan's library. 
library, if I may, from one, Tim, from one admirer of Ronald Reagan to another, from one admirer of Reagan to another, we cannot do deals with four years ago. This is productive. I want to hear about Let's have a policy debate. What's going on? Let's have a policy debate. Let's have about their record. Let's have a policy debate. And the right answer is we need to declare independence. This is all we're going to play of this. So, like, don't. I know this is a lot. Thank you very much. And I will see that through. Just said we were all at some point they actually cut their microphones because it was so bad. Oh, it got worse than that. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to play the 90 second clip. They just just had zero control. So there's big donors that have vocally said they don't want to back Trump, and they're watching this, just thinking like fucking train wreck. Which one of these? Yeah, yeah. Fucking ass. None of these people have a chance to win, and it fucking sucks that Trump got this strategy of of not participating he's not the first person to do that reagan didn't do that reagan didn't do that and that's what uh and and because of that george bush won the first debate or he won the first primary because of it that's right he didn't partake in the primary debate and then he lost iowa to george bush senior mm-hmm. and then iowa, yeah. afterwards when because because reagan was going to get the nomination he had it wrapped up that's why he didn't participate just like right. trump is now um and that's what got Bush high up in the rank, you know, the former CIA chief, nothing else going on, right? Brought him in. Because <laughs> imagine the world if that didn't happen. If if Reagan went to that debate and won that debate, some somebody else might have been more in his spotlight than Bush. And then we wouldn't have W. Oh, that's fair. Oh. Um, wow. Yeah. Oh, uh, I've got a clip that I titled, We Get It, Mike, You're Not Gay. <laughs> My wife uh, isn't a member of the teachers' union, but i got to admit, I've, I've been sleeping with a teacher for 38 years. And, uh, America! That's My wife... Uh, okay, this is so fucking weird. So the context, so, Alan? The context is that uh, Christy takes a jab at Biden for his wife being a, uh, a teacher. And... Which wasn't even a jab because it's Biden's own joke. Biden's been saying, I've been sleeping right. with a teacher. Right, yeah. right. Which is weird. And Pence just has to jump on the bandwagon and he's so fucking creepy. Like he can't even like, I don't know. It just, I, I guess he was attempting at some bit of humor, but it just did not come across that way at all. I don't think. No, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, I want to play this clip from the reason round table. Uh, Cause I okay. listened to 13 hours of podcast today. So you <laughs> don't have to. And um, they were talking about how in these debates, they like to point out all these they try to connect to all these different subjects, right? So they uh, they try to bring in fentanyl. And, like, this debate was basically, like, keywords that they wanted to get said, right? Mm-hmm. Sound bias. So fentanyl, border, uh, unemployment, I guess. I don't know. Inflation, rather. Um, and just, like, the disgusting way that they connect all those dots and how unnecessary it is. The ba- that, that baby was later tested by Matt Walsh. There's not- a video of a woman um, being helped by putting like cardboard underneath barbed wire and a baby, a lady crawling with a baby underneath barbed wire to get into the country. Oh, wow. like, it's this easy. It's like, it's this easy. Motherfucker. Imagine being like me and my baby are going to crawl under barbed wire to be here. And your reaction is these fucking lazy fucks. Not match. Well, it yeah, is the baby is not the fentanyl. fentanyl. And so I, I think like. It's just so easy. It should be a very easy thing to disaggregate whatever is going on with that woman where it is so urgent to her that she will literally crawl under barbed wire with a baby to come here. And the fact that, yes, a bunch of Americans are dying, often being poisoned. And this is a Jacob Solemn point, which I really think you can't make enough. Like there are people who are ODing on fentanyl, but there are also people who are trying to take something else and being poisoned. Yeah, and that is the result of the black market. Anymore. 
And those are yet still and that's two a different result of a black market, as she said. Different things from how much should we be involved in the war in Ukraine? You do not help anything by jumbling all those words together and then like maybe also blaming neoliberals while you're at it. I mean, she has this way of saying something absolutely perfect in every episode. I love the Reason Roundtable. You're going to have to tolerate them being libertarians. Oh, no. Hey, do you, does Stephanie Slade uh, ring a bell yeah. to you? She yeah. also Reason? Yeah. You got her number? Uh, no, I wish. No, I heard her on another podcast. Today. Really? Yeah, like an actual really liberal You know, one. they said something on this episode that I thought was great, and it works for me being a former libertarian where it's like, if these values are important to you, you your party's never going to win anything. But- you can hope to keep raising these issues enough that in this debate, Ron DeSantis and other people were saying a couple of things are sort of libertarian adjacent. And it's like, look, if these people are going to have to run us anyways, hopefully we can just influence their policies enough that it mm. won't be as bad as we're afraid of it being all the time. Um, yeah, she was commenting on like the the radical right, essentially the Matt Gates of the world and sort of what they've done with, you know, what used to be the Republican Party. Um, and I thought it was very insightful. I, I've Knew the name, but I hadn't. I didn't really recognize her voice. But uh, very good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah she good. is very good. Yeah, they got a good, yeah. lot of good writers on staff there. Yeah. Um, one of the things I thought was really funny from the debate was every how everybody in the the new like the all the, the all everybody who's trying to not be Trump, right, but also mm, be yeah. vice president. They all agree. Well, okay, so there was a time where basically this new right is anti-neoconservatives, right? They're like, we're right-wing, but the neocons ruined everything. And all these foreign wars and, you know, wait, uh, what, what's that called? Um, what are they talking about doing with Russia where they changed the leadership? Regime oh, re- change. Regime change. Yeah, all these yeah. regime change wars. Um, you know, that's the lesson to be learned. That's, so we hate these guys. We got to get rid of the swamp and all that shit, right? Mm, right, right. Um, and then they're also like, hey, let's have a drug war and let's do that by uh, bombing Mexico. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, what are you? how are you the same people? Like, this is exactly the lessons that drug wars yeah. don't work and regime change is a failure and a quagmire and true. ruins you on the world stage. And then Russia <laughs> does what's happening now. Okay. Oh, the irony. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty hilarious. Um, d- dude, I don't have time for these impeachment hearings shit. The impeachment hearings happened last week and literally it's just going to be making fun of the right talking about how they're changing the subject. I don't even like, do you there's think nothing is, there. I, I, just... I realized we would play like 10 minutes of clips and at the end being like, this was a waste of time for them to do this. And we yeah. would just waste people's time to play these clips. There's uh, absolutely nothing there. There is no evidence. There's no facts there, is, but there can uh, be, I mean, there but can there's be not in what they showed us that last week. I know I mean, what they have there's... doesn't amount to anything. Right. Absolutely. So the, it was justifiable. But I mean, this is what I said. You know, it's the same way I felt about Trump. If 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 you're saying that you have a reason to be suspicious, I don't fucking care. Like if we're like, I, I want to make sure our government is not run by corrupt people. So sure, look into it and then give me a report. As a citizen, I kind of demand that, right? This is like a FOIA type thing. Like it might be yeah. frivolous to ask, but no, fuck that. Sure. If you're saying it's reasonable, let's look into it. And then this is their opening salvo. Yeah, I mean, as as part of uh, McCarthy's uh, going away speech (laughs) for being speakered, uh, he was asked about the impeachment and whether he regretted um, starting the impeachment inquiry. He said no. And, you know, he said a bunch of words that sounded like, oh, yeah, there's smoke. Maybe there's fire. But if that's if if he has anything proving any of the things that he said in that press conference, where is where is it? Where fucking show me? Like, I don't know. Like, if, if, if you have the goods, fucking show me. Yeah. It, it, 
doesn't appear to be there. Yeah. And you think that when you would do that is when you're having your whole, I need to prove why this is deserving of escalating to the next level of One this shit, would right? Think, yeah. the, the thing that's still true, though, as long as that committee exists, they, by right of being a committee, can leverage um, grand juries. So yep. they can... They have subpoena power, yeah. grand jury, yes. Yep. You know. yep. All right. yep. Yeah, we talked about that. And probably better than having to listen to all that nonsense, right? Yeah, probably, yes. Uh, do you want to listen to Barack rub my tummy? <laughs> oh, no, it's not sure. Barack. It's Vivek because it rhymes with cake, right? Right, Vivek. Um, people call him Barack rub my tummy, though, because of this. This is a uh, split screen with uh, Bar- Barack Hussein. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Don't want to have a thing for this? I'm doing this. I keep thinking I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet McCarthy's going to sleep really well tonight. Yeah. They fire him. Fucking <laughs> go home. Fucking <laughs> knock back a few whiskeys. Yeah, he's like, you know what? I was always Speaker of the House. You know? <laughs> yeah. Can't ever say I wasn't. And at the end of the day, it was these fucking <laughs> clowns that kicked forever. me out. It's like, I mean, you are the leader of the circus, but they were the clowns that kicked you out. That normally yep. doesn't happen. You're right. <laughs> You can, you can feel okay that this was a decent way. Hey, uh, I wanted to play Obama, so I got a button for Obama. Obama! That was just a preacher. That was not worth it. <laughs> they were driving a car, and, and they, they drove it into the ditch. If somebody has repeatedly crashed your car... You can't have the keys back. Do you want to turn over the keys to the same people who crashed it? And it would be one thing if this guy didn't sort of like come of age in Barack Obama's America, right? At least do not come, right? Oh, uh, no, Alan, I've had enough fun on the soundboard. You can keep going. Um, yeah, um, I, I do have. So, so it, Vivek rhymes with cake. You know what? It also rhymes with steak, which I find very inappropriate for a um, God damn Brahmin. It. Now I'm more hungry. Oh, I was making a Brahmin joke. Because you said it was okay to make fun of the upper class cast. Yeah. Okay. Totally. All right. Brahmin jokes away. Okay, fine. Thank God. Yeah. Um, oh, Thrash sent this in for if we ever make fun of the left. Liberal. Liberal, 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 liberal. Happy right, fun. Right. We've played that before. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I do think it should get into the soundboard, but we're going to have to get one for the right, too. So I won't do it until we have both. Um, man, I think I lost a clip. Oh, no. No. I had a clip of Barbara. Dude, what is wrong with my fucking brain hole? Barbara Walters. No, what was uh, Diane Feinstein? Oh. Yeah, I had a. I know, dude. Um, I had a clip of uh, Diane Feinstein being shitty to kids. Oh. Do you remember that? No, like trick or treaters or something? (laughs) (laughs) No. um, So these. uh, This was actually my one best of the left clip that I had, but I guess I didn't copy and paste it. So she got like ambushed by a bunch of like climate activists and like her parents are the teachers. And there was like six year olds and teenagers. And they were like, you know, the kids had like these like trained statements to make and it's fine. Like I'm not against, like I, I, I think climate change is real and I think we need to do things to try to mitigate it. Um, but this was bad. It was so cringy, right? Like the students were saying trained lines and when they didn't say them right, the parents were like saying it, you know, to fix it. And then like, sort of like taking over. And Diane was like, just, Hey, you know what? This is how the process works. Here's how you get votes. If I were to vote for that, that wouldn't happen anyways. There's no point in trying. Plus, you know, you don't get to tell me what to do. And you younger generations don't understand that you think you can just tell us what to do. But that's not how it works here. Which uh, kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about the um, uh, how the Overton window shifts. And, you know, 
you're not you're progressive like the the in a monoculture your lifelong politicians are never going to be anything that, that's going to move anything forward right yeah how, like how long ago was that it was like two years ago she was in real yeah, i think shape. i i think yeah. i remember and and remember at one point she's like well how old are you and the kids are like 16 no 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 at one point she goes they at one point the kids go we voted for you and she's like how old are you and the oldest one goes 16 and she's like Okay, no, you didn't. Go fuck yourself. Which in wow. that case, I was like, you know what? The worst person in the world actually makes a good point. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. No. But damn. Yeah, just ruthless to children. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I, I've got to press the button, and I want to play at least one culture war. Okay. <laughs> it's another battle in the culture wars. Oh, not the culture wars. They're worried about a culture war. Culture wars. Stop for <laughs> the culture wars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost getting that last part down. Uh, thanks, Josh, for that. Um, the I, Okay, so I'm going to pick one Tennessee-ass shit and then <laughs> one funny one and then one where I'm going to have you tell me I'm a coward and I'll tell you why. Uh, okay. We'll get to that coward part, though, later. Um, so Tennessee-ass shit. The, there's a lady that's trying to run for the mayor of Franklin. Mm-hmm. And um, Franklin's like a real conservative. It's where all the money is. It's where in and outs moving its headquarters to out here. And, okay. Um, She's said a bunch of things to piss off the um, families of uh, Covington. Remember the pow pow? The shooting? Yeah. Yeah. That was insensitive of me. Sorry. Um, There was a teacher there that uh, I think it's called raped her student and became pregnant and is now pregnant with the child. Yeah. So, yeah. I I mean, I don't think that has anything to do with the other, but (laughs) there is some like, hey, why did this person want to do this? Why did they kill the teacher and the administrator? Right. That's okay. pretty wild. Just, and yeah. I'm not okay. saying they deserved it. I swear to God, I'm not. I'm saying yeah. no, I get it. Not releasing the manifesto. I am interested in what motivated that shooter to do that. Uh, I'm interested in what motivates all the shooters to do it. Oftentimes we get an answer. This one we didn't. Uh, anyways, so she said things to piss off uh, a lot of those families. So there's a, um, a, a big push to try to remove her from the uh, there's better reasons i think there was a committee formed to say like should she be on the ballot and they recommended she not be and then um she they the the council made their decision to leave her on anyways Uh, i think that's the angle here's the wrinkle to the story she's also against like drag shows because she doesn't want inappropriate things to happen like she doesn't think kids should uh, she voted against the pride parade in franklin an image that goes against everything that Gabrielle Hansen has claimed she stands for. Her own husband at a 2008 Pride Parade in Chicago wearing only an American flag Speedo. Because once it goes in their mind and in their head, it's there forever. Children seeing images that they could not unsee was why the Franklin alderman said she tried to block a Pride celebration at a Franklin Park, saying in a podcast interview it was a question of basic morality. It has to be from your moral fiber and from your your religious, spiritual, and biblical perspective, if you know what's right and what's wrong, and, and there is no food straddling. Yet where Dude. was her moral? Guy should be at a pride festival. He should be proud, right? <laughs> good looking dude. He looks good. I mean, morality during yeah, Chicago. I think, I think we're good. I, I don't think. Uh, this doesn't surprise me anymore. Like it's no, like of course not. Every yeah. every fucking time <laughs> you have somebody like out there on their bully pulpit screaming, you know, to the rooftops about you know children being sexually abused and trafficked and um, you know anti LGBTQ, anti drag, and then you find out like a week later they're you know 
doing some of the same stuff they're railing about. I, it's, it's just... <laughs> I just wanted to give you a bit of music while you were saying all that. <laughs> it's so unsurprising. It I doesn't know. even like doesn't phase me anymore. Yeah. It's like okay, yeah. That's, yeah that's so we have to point it out on the show because this right. gets no press anymore. Is what you mean? Right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, oh, Tennessee turned down 1.8 billion in educational funding because there were strings attached. <laughs> like, I saw that. Geez. You mean the other end of the life preserver? Like, yes, <laughs> there is a string attached. They are pulling Jeez. you out of the fucking uh, okay swamp. Right. Yeah. All right. They, uh, there's no swamps here. Uh, how dare you, Alan? How dare you, Alan? These are my people. It's my kinfolk you're making fun of. Remember when Fred right. said that to me when I made fun of Kentucky? Um, he also <laughs> thought I lived in Madison, Kentucky. Jesus, no. I've been there. Um, okay. Um, so they didn't avoid a shutdown you know, for a day. They made it to Sunday. But they mm-hmm. did have time to talk about this. And I Fight for up. milk. Hold on. Hold on. You heard it. What? I didn't pause it. Get ready from America's Dairyland, and you damn right, I'm going to fight for milk in our kids' schools. Mr. Speaker, my bipartisan amendment ensures that none of the funds made available by this bill will go towards funding a rule that will ban flavored milk like chocolate milk in schools. This would ensure that all types and flavors of milk are available to school children. We should not be funding rules that would limit our children's access to delicious and nutritious products. How do they have time for this? They have time for this. Like, they can't just block it off and say, no, we're dealing with the shit that's going to shut the government down. Like, you would talk about chalky milk. I love my chalky milk, but fuck off. Like, yeah, and I, I know nothing about this bill he's talking about or their attempts to uh, prevent flavored milk from being on the menu. But my guess would be it's probably because it's like Nesquik and it's loaded with like 400 grams of sugar. Uh, you know what? Serving. Yeah, it's still, you know, you got that calcium for your bones. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That good calcium along yeah. with all that sugar and the for protein. the diabetes. And the protein. Mm, yes. Yeah. And the diabetes. I just want chalky milk. Chalky milk and steak. Oh, wet steaks. What's it called? Sloppy boys? Oh, God. That's <laughs> right. gross. Um, hey, to Alan, tell me I'm a coward. Okay. Uh, you're a coward. Why? Oh, no. I don't know. Oh, uh, don't know Alan, why am I? No. Ask him why I'm a coward. Why are you a coward? Because we're going to get John Ziegler back on the show. And <laughs> I still insist on playing clips of him being a moron. But I wait <laughs> until deep, deep in the second half of our oh, two I see what you're <laughs> I can't. I have to share this. It really kind of goes to the He's desire. talking about... Um, uh, we got it. We we can't not talk about the Taylor Swift, Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, T T K S, T T K T S. Everybody tried to make a like a a, a benefer out of it, but I don't see one. So we just got to do initials. T T K T S T S T K T S T K T S T K. So this is so he's talking about. We got to have an opinion about the T. It's the story of the sweeping America. It's Taylor Swift <laughs> fucking the tight end of the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> At one point, Ziggler starts talking about how it's like a conspiracy to like keep the the Chiefs in the hunt, and it's like I don't think I need to explain this to you, but in case you didn't understand, it's bad for the NFL that the Chiefs keep winning. Nobody cares about the Chiefs. Nobody gives a shit. In about fact, kids. a lot of people hate the Chiefs because people became Broncos fans. The Broncos fans are just in hibernation right now. I am one. It's like, yeah, we had a run. We won the Super Bowl. It was amazing. It's fine. We suck right now. Hey, I hate Kansas City. Like it, nobody <laughs> wants this. Okay. Anyways, uh, so yeah. So he's upset because she has the dominant role in the relationship as he's perceived. He talks about alphas and betas all the time. He's one of these. To the 
the desire that a a tribe or community has to have two of their their best, two of their elites get together romantically. What is he you know, talking about, Alan? I don't know. <laughs> romantically, you know, in theory, in a way to propagate the the species of the tribe. Oh, I mean, it's he's kind of, getting into like evolutionary to the like, tribe. Oh dude, shit! Dude, this is like two steps from you, Tribe. I mean, it's kind of like why it became cliche that right the captain of the football team and the head cheerleader or the homecoming queen that they get together i mean there's that's been a theme throughout in tv literature and-, and tv yes not real life i mean it does happen <laughs> in real life too but like okay and movies that has many, more to many- do with like circles you're in too though right sure okay. yes years when nobody's wanting of- it to happen nobody's like none of the nerds <laughs> are like i hope the jock bangs the cheerleader <laughs> of what's happening here although there's a different spin on it in that in this particular situation the female is the dominant one what clearly the, the dominant Ew. which i think is consistent with what's happening uh. in our culture where we're becoming more and more feminized and it's all about oh, no. female empowerment turning the frogs gay oh uh i don't i can't right now i've i've done too much time on the seat alan <laughs> let's cram earthworms up our area i'm a human and i'm coming like travis kelsey it is yeah yeah all of no whoa that was close (laughs) moment uh shake it off okay i'm sorry i'm sorry okay i'm just looking on the sheet right now um hey i sent you an article and i didn't understand it and buzz and bob made it like the first 20 minutes of their show is there something there Wait, which art? I'm lost. Which art? I sent you a text and I asked you to read it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dick. You said, yeah, I'll do it when I get home. Don't read it now. I see you trying to open that link and read it now. So here's the theory, and maybe we can talk about it more um, with uh, in other news. on the. Um, we'll put it in the Friday show. But okay. my understanding is there's a reporter that found an email from this former Matt Gates speechwriter and like political influencer, I don't know what to call him. Okay. And he emailed Elon Musk saying, if you buy Twitter, get rid of the check marks, undermine its validity, and then get it banned from the app store. That's your way of shutting down Twitter. And he only bought it so that he could ruin it. All these oh. things we've seen for the last year are like, hey, what, like, why would anyone choose to do this? This is literally the like the opposite of what you would expect somebody to do to run a good business. And he's like, yeah, in fact, that's the plan according to this email that it did show that he opened apparently. I, I think that's understood. And, and so his steps are like, if you remove all the verification, you'll be left with like, now keep in mind, this is from Bob Seska and, and Buzz Burbank. So they were like, you're going to turn it into a swamp for Nazis. And then you're going to get it pulled off the app store because of that. Because that was threatened to happen after J6. Why don't they just pull this thing off here? And so what would be his incentive for he want, doing because that? Because that's why this makes no sense to me. But yeah. I thought if you read the article, I, okay, I, I will talk I will it at me. Catch up on that and we'll right, talk about right. it on I Friday. guess because so. he hated it and he wanted to see it burn. And then they made him buy it. So he's like, fuck it. Let's do this. I think that's the theory. I think it sounds crazy. Yeah, I don't buy the story at all. Okay. I, I don't think we everything have Everything I understand... He he wants to turn it into something completely. Well, I mean, that's all, that's also what he says too. Right. So, like, I would probably believe well, that. And he's moving in that direction, theory. right? I, I, okay. Well, yeah. read the article. Okay. 
Okay, I will right, do. Thank you. We'll do. Uh, I don't think we have time for China. This is supposed to be a two-hour episode. Um, okay, I think I got a question in the show. Yes. So Vivek rhymes with cake and yes. Buttigieg. Got it. They uh, people they are in a list of many people. I think even including our cycloptic friend Dan Crenshaw, who want <laughs> mandatory military service. Oh yeah, at least two years. Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. Um, which in reality is just going to be a way of funneling people into federal jobs, right? Yeah, typically. probably right. Because I think when you yeah. look into a lot of that stuff, they're like. Uh, like, because people have like a plan for it, right? And there's lines in it that are that are like, uh, yeah. And worst case scenario, you know, we'll get people that don't want to do like service in this way to, you know, kind of get experience in federal labor and you know a leg up on an interview should they want to go into the federal government. It's right. like, okay, right. well, that's this is probably the worst way to, you know, <laughs> run a society. Um, second worst. The uh, uh, but second though. Not, mm. not any lower. I'll take no lower yeah. than second on that. Um, <laughs> you know, if we did that, we could give them all matching uniforms. Oh. Maybe focus on the younger ones. Has this <laughs> been tried before? America! It's just like, come on, man. Like, what? why is our bullshit detector so fucking miscalibrated, right? Like, how did people... Referring to the Hitler youth. I'll just oh, say it for you. people yes. that yeah. didn't follow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's hilarious. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see Melania negotiated a new prenup? No. Yeah. I mean, I heard that. Can you look it up? Prenup, but she's already married. What? what? Don't know how that works. I don't know how that works. Jeez. According to sources from page six, Melania Trump recently renegotiated her prenuptial agreement with Donald Trump, marking at least the third time she's made amendments to their marital contract since their 2005 wedding. Man, it's wild that none of those details are like public. That is pretty wild. Oh god, I want to know so bad. Like, I want to know each <laughs> one of the previous. Do you think no I'm more like... Big Macs in bed? God damn it! <laughs> that's, I don't think that's it. <laughs> no more Big Macs in bed. Drive safe. Drive safe. But this was a lot of fun. That was fun. Cheers. Right, cheers. See you tomorrow. See you, man. I uh, hope it saves. I don't know where it saves. I mean, it hits. Oh stop yeah, you have recording. to stop the recording. Okay. Yeah, and I said yes. Uh, it's in Google, so maybe it just shows up. Yeah, in your it drive. says something about it. I mean, hit stop recording this one too. <laughs> when a guy's banging you, y'all let me in his damn house. Oh my god! Come in the name of peace. L M F A O. What in the world is this? Is Kevin McCarthy a moron, and if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady, cat turd. I will not suffer this harlot. <laughs> How great an anti-American Marxist. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Read the news. China is asshole. God bless the United States. <laughs> now this is podcasting.